MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is September 15th, Friday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a fight inside Abington Senior High School on Thursday morning ended with eight teenagers arrested. There were no serious injuries thanks to the quick response of Abington Police's school resource officers. The teens face serious charges, including riot and simple assault. Abington's police chief, Patrick Malloy, says the fight is one of many between the same two groups of students. Many of the fights stem from social media posts and escalate to more serious crimes. Abington Police said one of the ongoing arguments between the groups is over the death of 16-year-old Abington High School student Kevon Abraham, uh, who was shot to death in Philadelphia in May. Malloy and Pastor Marshall Mitchell of the Salem Baptist Church are working together in bringing in community mentors specifically at the request of parents of many of the students involved in the fights. It was about a year ago, maybe a little, a little bit longer, I was talking to a few police officers and, and they kind of opened up my eyes to the fact that so much of this stuff, uh, is street crime and this and brawls like this, start on social oh, yeah. media. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there are officials at any of the schools that maybe part of their job is to monitor. monitor? Yeah. I, but I don't know how. I mean, you're talking about schools that have, you know, hundreds and sometimes, you know, thousands of students. It's got to be difficult what, to What, social keep up media? With that. Yeah. yeah. Monitor, no, and yeah. That, that's, that's the problem because sometimes people think that it is the school's job, but that's, you know, the social media has nothing to do with school. I, yeah, right, and, right. I'm saying not necessarily. Well, when it, it, when, when it, it I'm erupts. Not say, I'm not saying officially that their job, but maybe in their best interest just to, you know what I mean? I'm sure the police yeah, keep an eye on things. I mean, uh, and Sorry these officers interrupt. indicated that they, 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 they try to keep an eye out for things or, or follow leads, but there's only so much you can do. You when know? it and erupts the into, a, uh, into a fight with 18 people in the hallways, uh, yeah, then it becomes a school thing. Yeah, but who's who's monitoring social media? I know. <laughs> they and, need and, to hire somebody else. And how do you, uh, how do you know who are students who right, have these right. accounts? How do you verify these accounts yeah. and all that stuff? It's got to be difficult, it's but difficult. I'm just curious. And it does intertwine at some point when yeah, stuff like completely. this happens at school. You're right, Casey. But. And then if I, it was, you know, my uh, kid was a student there and they get caught up in melee, like they're not part of this, you know, then it becomes unsafe for my child. And then as a parent, I go, yeah, you got to do something about this because I put my child's safety in your care for eight hours a day. You have to do something. The question about this. would be feasibility. How how would you? Work? I don't care how feasible <laughs> yeah. it is. M- figure it out. Make it yeah, work. Kathy's right. It's not there. What happens outside right. those hours is yeah. not their responsibility. It's not their responsibility. Yeah. Malloy said over the last several weeks, they've had uh, mediations where they brought in teens uh, with the police, school administration, and forty community mentors. We operate a police athletic league, so what we're going, uh, what we're saying is, we're going to double down on what we're doing on a part-time basis. Said Mitchell. He says that they will include mental health services and programs that will provide strong role models and mon- mentors, among other ideas. Captured killer Danello Cavalcante woke up Thursday in a maximum security Pennsylvania state prison that has never had a su- successful escape and once housed comedian Bill Cosby. Yeah. The 34-year-old former, I know that place. <laughs> former yeah. fugitive who was captured on Wednesday following a 14-day manhunt once sent to state correctional institution Phoenix to begin serving his life sentence for murdering his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Punishment he tried to avoid by escaping from the county-run Chester County prison officials. I'd love said. to see Cosby try to do a crab walk up a, you know. Oh my God. I can't do 
<laughs> you know, when I read I, I, upper body strength. Uh, when I read this, I was like, wait, where did Cosby go? And I'm like, oh my God, he's out. He's out. Yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. <laughs> forgot. But, but he my, was right up the street from Preston. My former neighbor. Yeah. And the, now this guy, Cavalcante. The Pennsylvania Department of Corrections has assumed custody of Danilo Cavalcante as of 3 p.m. on September 13th, 2023, to serve his mandatory life sentence for first degree murder, corrections officials said in a statement. Cavalcante, he was also facing homicide charges in his native Brazil, is in a specialized observation unit for classification and security reasons. Maria Bivens, a Department of Corrections spokesperson, told ABC News on Thursday. At this time, he is in a single celled and he's single celled and is provided out of cell treatment services. His meals are served in his cell and he receives the same diet as the other inmates. Similar to other inmates, he will have to submit the appropriate paperwork to create an approved visitor and telephone list. The Phoenix prison, the newest prison in the state, opened in July of 2018 to replace the aging Graterford. Cavalcante escaped on August 31st from an exercise yard at Chester County Prison where he was being held pending transfer to a state correctional institution. I think I told you guys about this one time I went to the uh, Skipback Wawa and I saw oh, yeah. 50 of the largest people <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And I did a quick head count. Yeah, it was yeah. 50 or more and they were all wearing black t-shirts. And I didn't find out till later. It was essentially their like emergency response team. Oh, wow. The, their goon squad, yeah. you know, to, for lack Call of a better black term. shirts. Because they were moving all of the prisoners from Graterford over to Phoenix. Oh. It, they're they're within yeah they're within a few hundred yards of each other, but they had to move them all. Yeah, and they, I, I I'm like, what is going on here? Did they, why did, why are did you the steroid so convention hit down? <laughs> I'd never seen so many big people in my life. Uh, didn't they? So when they did the Phoenix um, build, didn't they do something with raising up up hills around? Yeah, or, they did. So, yeah, they, so they you have, can't really see the prison straight you on. You still can. They put uh, arborvite or they put, put like uh, evergreen trees on right, the tops. Right. Uh, to, so eventually they're going to mature and grow yeah. and kind of block the view of it. But you can still see it. And a lot of nice. trees died. But what's oh, that? It's a, so that's kind of nice. They're trying to hide it. Let's go to the prison them, park. A lot of them didn't yeah. make it, but uh, they'll, maybe they'll replant some of those. But I drive by it all the time. Could you have a picnic on that hill right by the prison? I don't think they let you over there. We're but, just uh, having a wonderful yeah. afternoon. By the way, we could have a whole conversation on the arborvitaes that don't make it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I've got five is- of them right now. Need to re- Do you know how expensive those things I know. are? And then to replace them, to try to get the line you're trying to create. It's and now they're different sizes because the other two were planted. We'll talk. You know, girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go, girl. Uh, so Cavalcante was noticed missing uh, that morning about an hour after he bolted uh, when inmates returned from the exercise yard, officials said. Uh, he followed the same method of... Yeah, this is Cavalcante. I want to weigh in on the upper ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, followed the same method of escape and route previously used by another inmate. One key difference between the two escapes was the action of the tower guard whose primary primary responsibility was to monitor inmates in the exercise yard. In the first escape, the tower officer observed the inmate leaving the yard area and contacted con- control immediately. Uh, he was taken back into custody within five minutes. In Cavalcante's escape, the tower officer did not observe nor report, report the escape. That tower guard, who was never identified, has been fired. Ooh. Authorities in South Jersey are still searching for a missing girl who vanished from a park four years ago. On Thursday, uh, police released an age progression photo of what Dulce Maria Alaves might look like today. The young girl, then five years old, was last seen playing with her younger brother at Bridgeton City Park in Cumberland County on the afternoon of September 16th, 2019. You were just mentioning her. I was, yeah. About one month after she disappeared, authorities released a sketch of a man who remains a person of interest. In the years since the girl's disappearance, hundreds of 
of interviews have been conducted and investigators continue to follow up on every tip reported. In the past year, investigators have traveled out of state to follow up on tips that have recently come in regarding Dulce's disappearance, a statement said. Uh, no arrests have been made in the case. On the day of the disappearance, Dulce's mother let the children run off to play on the swings at the yard while she and her younger sister stayed inside of the vehicle. Uh, she would later find her younger son crying and Dulce was nowhere to be seen. Authorities have released several age progression photos since 2019. Anyone with information is asked to contact Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office through the ccpo.tips. In sports this morning. The Eagles beat the Minnesota Vikings 34-28 last night at the link. Jalen Hurts ran for a pair of one-yard touchdowns and threw a 63-yard touchdown pass to Devonta Smith. DeAndre Swift ran for 175 yards and a score, and the Eagles held off the Vikings to improve to 2-0. Hurts finished 18 of 23 for 193 yards, mostly to Smith, who also had a 54-yard catch and finished with 131 yards on four receptions. The Eagles are now off until next Monday when they'll travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Kickoff for that game on the 25th will be at 7:15. And the Phillies were off last night, but they open up a weekend series in St. Louis tonight against the Cardinals. With only 16 games remaining in the regular season, the Phils are still in the top spot in the National League wild card, a game and a half ahead of the Chicago Cubs. Aaron Nola will get the start tonight, and the first pitch is set for 8-15. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Friday and all its Friday glory. We give away our Word of the Week prize this morning. That'll be the end of the show. We have a couple of uh, friends stopping by today. Justin Willman yes. will be here. He's performing at the Keswick Theater tonight, and uh, he's great. He always uh, does some magic tricks for us. He's a funny guy, really cool, so he'll be in the studio in the 8 o'clock hour. And then we're going to have Becky Robinson coming by. She's performing at the Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and Saturday. And shows are sold out. Oh. Uh, from what it says here. Well, that's cool. Uh, so a Sunday show has been added. And there's still some tickets available for that. 7.15 the time on that one. Our friends from Red Robin are stopping by today. Yum. Which means we're going to have some giveaways for you. So it will be in your best interest to hang out for a little bit and see what you can get. If you don't get any food from Red Robin this morning, don't forget, tomorrow at the MM Barbecue, we'll have plenty of rye bread for everyone <laughs> as we have the rye bread cart. Oh, it looks great. The Preston and Steve Show side stage. Thank you to our friends at Acme for making us, uh, you know, giving us some wonderful bread to give to you tomorrow. That's what we're doing. We're, we're breaking bread. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, rye bread. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we're excited about MM Barbecue. We'll talk a little bit about that this morning. But let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report. The stupid question. That stuff is on the way. When we return, so hang out for a moment. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a pair of tickets uh, to the Always Sunny Podcast Live, Saturday, September 23rd at the Man Center. I'm curious if you know the answer to this question, Kathy. Founded in 1924, what department store's name includes the street of its original New York City address? Interesting. Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Now, you you wouldn't be born until the next year, so... (laughs) Founded in 1924. <laughs> what department store's uh, name? I have an idea, but I, I'm not. I don't know uh, 100%. It includes the street of its original New York City address. Jot it down, and let's see if do you okay. need a piece of paper. Uh, I want to see if you know the answer. I bet you. Know. We'll do some birthdays today yeah. uh, while we wait for your answer. Today, by the way, being the 15th day of September, Dan Marino has a birthday today. Uh, <laughs> yes, yep. Ace Ventura, the Dolphin. Uh, he is celebrating his sixty-second uh, birthday today. I think it was was it. I think I heard a quote from. It might have been Tom Brady recently. No, uh, it, you know, it was some people that were discussing who the uh, greatest uh, quarterbacks of all time yes. were. Big okay. discussion, and um, I think it was somebody had pointed out that may have been Dan Marino. Statistically, because, or, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, because was he the one that had the perfect season? No, 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 no. Um, that, that Bob Greasy? Yeah, for the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah for the that, Dolphins. But that, yeah, that, that was back in the 70s. I know. Yeah. But just as far as... I forget it. Yeah, I'm, but I don't know. I'm not a sports guy. I should shut up now. <laughs> He's 62. Uh, Josh Charles, uh, who's been in everything from a Dead Poet Society to The Good Wife uh, to Four oh, Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played Knox, uh, yeah. Knox Overstreet in Dead Poet Society. You know that he's one of those guys. Yes, character him. actor, ton of work. The second you see him, he's 52 today. In fact, we're sick of him. Heidi Montag oh. of uh, The Hills. Yeah. Uh, she is 37 years old today. She, what does she do these days? Uh, she, I, I, she may be on another reality show. I think, actually, she's the greatest, greatest NFL quarterback of all time. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She was that's just married, to, married to Bob Greasy. Yeah. I knew there was... <laughs> Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Listen up, huh. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the great. Fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. Come on. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. 
He's awesome. Oh, he's great. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, Tommy uh, Lee Jones lines is, and it's just a throwaway. It's in Captain America: The First Avenger when um, uh, Captain when uh, Agent Carter kisses Captain America as they're chasing after Red Skull's plane. Yeah, and uh, he looks down at uh, Tommy Lee Jones. and goes, "I'm not kissing you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has great one-liners. Great one-liners. Yeah. Uh, there's a throwaway one in the movie um, uh, Space Cowboys. With this guy, he's he's a uh, 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 he flies essentially a stunt plane, right, right. And the guy comes in, and he's like, uh, uh, you know, I want to I take a stunt ride and, and, and get scared. He says, "It's my birthday." He just pauses and looks at me, and goes, "Happy birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that delivery. Or yeah. this is my happy face. This is my happy face. Uh, so you know what he's great in is Lincoln. He is phenomenal, oh, terrific. terrific. As Thaddeus Stevens. Uh, so he turns uh, seventy-seven years old today. Oliver Stone has his birthday today. Great, great, great director. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was in JFK. If That's you right, absolutely. Yeah. And um, he, you know, he, he came onto the scene. Oliver Stone as a scriptwriter, okay. and then uh, jumped over to directing. On a whim last week, I just uh, turned the, the movie Dave on, and he has like, a little cameo role yes. in the movie Dave. Yeah. Yes. Hilarious. There's a conspiracy theory going on. Yeah. Oh, yes. And he's right. And he's yeah. right. He's completely right. He, uh, you're playing this at the end for he the was, doors. He, rec- he directed uh, the doors. He erected the doors, I was going to say. Oh, I was thinking Apocalypse Now, yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, he directed the doors, which is a great movie. Uh, so, obviously, Platoon, born on the 4th of July. Um, he did a JFK um, revisited documentary recently, and it's pretty interesting. Okay. The stuff they've discovered about the assassination. He turned 77. Seven years old today. Prince Harry's birthday is today oh. as well. Glenn Howerton's buddy. It is the birthday of Prince Harry. He and Glenn, Glenn Howerton and him have been hanging out. Yeah. They were at that soccer match with Messi oh, and right. uh, McElhenney and Will Ferrell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Glenn's going to be in studio in a week. We can ask him all about Prince Harry. Fourth in line for the English throne. Uh, he is 39 years old today. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today from brothers and sisters, Kathy. <gasps> Dave. Annabelle. 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 Kathy, he was also he was, in Yellowstone. He was, yeah, he was killed off in like the first, first or second episode. Oh, I don't he remember was, that. He's a good looking dude. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's right in your pocket, right? Yeah, he was it's kind he, of a gray fox, like a Bill Weston type. Yeah. He was in something else. I recently saw it. Because okay. now every time I see him, because of brothers and sisters, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad he's working. Well, he's in a show <laughs> called uh, Special Ops Lioness with Zoe Saldana, and he plays her husband in the uh, show. Chet. I, I finished watching it. His name's not Chet. I think it's like Neil or something okay. like that. Um, but. Uh, it's really good. Uh, you've, you've mentioned it. Yeah, I'm, I gotta I'm, check I'm, it out. I uh, finished watching it. The last episode came out last week, and I'm so bummed out. I was hoping that there was going to be one. I'm hoping, the, 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 I'm the hoping there's going to be another season. It's solid, guys. Um, Keith, he's the original son that gets mur- that gets killed in Yellowstone. Like, in the very beginning. I gotta go back and watch this stupid like show. Like, how it all like started and well, how it all went down. So, Taylor Sheridan is the guy behind Yellowstone. He's also the guy oh, behind Lioness, okay. uh, the special ops show. So, Dave is uh, 44 today, and then last birthday, Annabelle. Annabelle. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy! Turns a year older today. Yeah, he is uh, 46 years old. 
Obviously, he's Bane in uh, the Dark Knight Rises. I enjoyed your conversation about that actor from Yellowstone. <laughs> it was complex, but I was able to follow it. Uh, Part he, of the new TV New Order. He's, he's an intense guy, man, in his I roles. I was a fan of the band New Order, an often danced to Bizarre Love Triangle. Uh, the Revenant, Inception. Oh, uh, The Revenant, he's terrific. Yep, uh, Warrior, Venom, uh, Mad Max, Peaky Blinders, whole bunch of good I stuff. I can do it all. Uh, Bane, I just rewatched you in uh, Dark Dark Knight Rises. And how did you enjoy it? You know what? The only problem with the Dark Knight Rises is that it's not the Dark Knight. It's it's a great movie. It I just followed a perfect movie. I understand your logic. Thank you. <laughs> He's 46 today. Happy birthday, Tom Hardy. All right, we'll see. Thank you, President. <laughs> if someone knows the answer to this. Founded in 1924. Can I you can't. I'm sorry. I only wanted Kathy to guess. And did you write down your answer? Well, yes, and it was so stupid. Like now I see the answer. Oh. So I can't believe I I but got that wrong. No, I didn't, didn't get it come correct. On. All right. It founded in 1924. What department store's name includes the street of its original New York City address? And we will We'll go to Eric to see if he knows. Hey, Eric, morning. Good morning to see you. Eric. Good morning, it, Eric. All right, what is the store we speak of? It's Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah, Saks Fifth Avenue. Which, Kathy, I think you can probably see from where you're sitting right yes. now. Oh, can I? Yeah, yeah, right over there. Yeah, it's right across the way. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'll tell you a quick story about sex, but first let me say we have a pair of tickets as Four Walls presents the Always Sunny Podcast live Saturday, September 23rd at the Man Center. President Steve Show welcomes the gang back to Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. I went into Sex Fifth Avenue with Kathy one time. Yeah. We were shopping. She was going to help me find a purse oh, that's right. for Rochelle. And the moment that I started to see the prices on these things. Uh, yeah, yeah that's like, sex, all right. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I knew it was a nice store. I didn't know it was ridiculous. Yeah. but <laughs> So wow. I get a gift certificate occasionally for uh, Claire for sex, and that would be a, a, a big gift, just the gift certificate. They have a, um, an off sex in uh, the Metroplex. It's right next to nut sex. <laughs> uh, uh, what's no, it called? It's, uh, is it off- like... Off Saks Fifth Avenue, yeah. So it's, it's, it's like the discounted discount, items, right? yeah, that, like you know. Nordstrom Rack, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, should go by there, sometime. which is yeah, which is a little more reasonable. It's funny, Kathy, because there was a cashier that uh, used to work at Lord and Taylor, and she and I would see her all the time when I'd go in there, and she got hired over to Saks Fifth Avenue. And I guess they they did like a like a glow up on her or something because what worked for Lord and Taylor? Oh yeah, wasn't didn't work for Sax. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well listen, I got some stories. We're going to start with this on a recent episode of CBS Mornings. <clears throat> Oprah Winfrey commented on the backlash that she and Dwayne the Rock Johnson received after they launched the People's Fund of Maui in August. Uh, together, Winfrey and Johnson contributed ten million dollars to the fund and asked others to donate as well. And she said, "I was so excited. I got up the next morning and I saw all of this vitriol." And I was like, whoa, what happened here? Uh, She shared that she was inspired by a similar fund set up by Dolly Parton uh, following the 2016 wildfires in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Right. Defending the fund, she uh, said it puts money directly into the hands of the people and that she still thinks that it's really a strong idea. She also highlighted that 2,200 Maui residents have signed up for the fund and will begin to receive $1,200 monthly checks. Uh, She said it made me sad that we're at this state in our country. So here, and I was reading this going, well, what was the backlash? Yeah. People on social media criticize the millionaire and billionaire for asking people to contribute when they can, quote, barely pay rent, barely can put food on the table for our families. Uh, Even Nick Cannon said on his podcast, it's in poor taste for a billionaire to ask anyone for money. I don't care what the situation is. I don't think that they're asking for 
everyone to contribute money. And I would imagine I they're, they're asking also... for people who can. They did. They gave $10 million. Yeah. They're yeah. asking for people who can contribute so money to contribute money. There's also misinformation going on out there. I don't know anything about this. All I do know is what people were telling me last weekend, and they were up in arms about Oprah Winfrey and The Rock because what they were under the belief that they weren't went in and are buying land up right. pennies to the dollar. Right. And who knows? That might be the case. That is happening. I don't know that that's connected to uh, directly to Oprah. Those or, were the two names I right, was right. told, though. So, as you'd imagine, BlackRock and other names come up about mm-hmm. buying up land. And we'll see how that all shakes out. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't quite understand the backlash myself, Preston. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I... I I think one thing that I heard of, but uh, I don't know. You're damned if you're doing ah, it's hell. True. No, it's true because there's there's somebody that has a, a terrible situation in yeah. their life going, hey, well, how about us? Yes. How about my group of people over here that are struggling it's as understandable. well? understandable. Yep. Listen, you do the best you can. Yeah. You, you you try to help where you can help and we when you can't help everyone. Do you know so, what turns out to be a good philosophy? Hmm. Don't help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so we'll move on to another story. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis reportedly owe the Securities and Exchange Commission a million dollars in fines <laughs> after the <laughs> SEC found that the embattled couple has been conducting unregistered offers of crypto asset securities. That crypto stuff, man. I'll try to explain this. So the government agency also claimed that Kutcher and Kunis were misleading investors for their new series called Stoner Cats. Uh, The project sold more than 10,000 NFTs for a profit of $8 million in order to finance the animated series. But by doing so, the SEC claimed they had violated the Securities Act of 1933 by offering and selling these crypto asset securities to the public in an unregistered offering that was not exempt from registration. It's 1933 and everyone's purchasing crypto. Yeah, that's what it seems like. All the rage, right? In the 20s and 30s. So, the Stoner Cats, which stars Kunis... A car in every garage, a chicken in every pot, and cryptocurrency on your yet-to-be-built computer. Uh, Also, uh, Chris Rock and Jane Fonda and several other high-profile celebrities that tell the story of a group of cats as they attempt to care for their marijuana-smoking owner who suffers from Alzheimer's disease. So, the series' creative team allegedly claimed that one of the highlights of owning one of its NFTs was that a person could later sell it at a much higher value in the future. According to the SEC, this boasting led investors to, quote, expect profits because a successful web series could cause the resale value of the Storner Cats uh. NFTs in the secondary market to rise. The agency also found that the group had created the token to give itself a 2.5% royalty each time that the NFT was purchased online. So Storner Cats wanted all the benefits of offering and selling a security to the public but ignored the legal responsibilities that come with doing so. Doesn't this seem sketchy to you? All of like it. NFTs, really? I've never understood the concept of an NFT. Uh, you know, you're buying like a graphic, you're buying an image, or you're buying something that's very, you're buying air is what you're buying. Do you remember when it was, it was all the rage a few years ago? Oh, like, yes. Like even our company wanted to start getting involved. Let's sell in NFTs. It. And it's just one of these things that I'm sure it's still happening now, but not at 
at all near the level it was a few years ago when it first hit. I'm more into GFYs, which is go after yourself. <laughs> okay. I like those. Uh, since coming under scrutiny, the series was ordered to return monies that injured investors paid to purchase the NFTs. Uh, Stoner Cats has also agreed to destroy all NFTs in its possession or control and publish notice of the order on its website and social media channels. So when you destroy an NFT, do you simply hit delete? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't get it. Not the slightest idea. There are a couple of people I, I actually had um, had conversations with. Uh, conversations with is what a human is attempting to say about uh, NFTs and about crypto. People that I thought, okay, we're very well informed, and and then it turns out they got stung with this stuff. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm not getting involved. All right, I have a story about uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. All right, she. This you do not do this. Okay, so. She stunned Alyssa Farah Griffin during Thursday's episode of The View when she interrupted herself to ask uh, Farah Griffin if she was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, The woman is not pregnant. No. So so here's the deal. A woman, and she doesn't know not. How is she a human, and she doesn't know not to do that? I watched the clip. So, Whoopi. She says, um, basically, she's seeing what she believes is the glow. Yeah. So the way it told it, it's oh, not, not look, based on her body. She didn't look at her belly yeah, and go, oh, So she's just pregnant? looking at her face and, okay. and, and yeah, right. she blurts it out. But so they, they were talking about uh, politics. They were talking about Mitt Romney at the yeah. time. So she's in the middle of a discussion. And then she just turns to her, and, like stopping in the middle of, a, of, of an observation. And she just turns to her and goes, are you pregnant? So th- that's the same day, by the way, this woman's mother-in-law is like in the front row of the view. <laughs> and, sh- and she's like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She goes, you can't say that while my mother-in-law is here. She's been dying for me to get pregnant. <laughs> uh, why- and Joy Bear goes, why would you say that? And uh, Whoopi says, I just got a vibe. Vibe, forgive me, you have this, I see a glow, she said. By the way, <laughs> I was, even the producers. Yeah. I was watching the clip and watching, reading the article yesterday about this. Do you know how old Joey Behar is? She like pushing 80? She's 80. Yeah. She's 80. She looks pretty goddamn good yeah. for 80. She Absolutely. does. I remember when you had her birthday and yeah. I was like, wow, she looks good for her. I was looking at a video of Ringo Starr the other day because his man is standing around. He's 83 years old. He, I would put him early 70s. Early 70s is what yeah. he looks like. It's incredible. Some people, they have the genetics and others get little tweaks done here and there. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow. Or, or, uh, is that a dig at me? Uh, Fair Griffin revealed that uh, she and her husband, Justin Griffin, are thinking about having a baby. She added, I'll take a test when I get home, just to be sure. Uh, Jonathan Majors stepped in to stop an intense fight between two high schoolers at an In-N-Out Burger on Monday. TMZ had video of the incident. Uh, the two female students can be seen rolling around on the pavement at the In-N-Out, punching each other before the Creed Three actor breaks it up. How could you do that at an In-N-Out? I mean, come on, the food's so good. <laughs> Uh, the fast food chain is located across the street from the Hollywood High School. Majors reportedly told them to stay cool. Uh, this comes you think you're bad? after the uh, oh Michael comes uh, in in his bad outfit. You think you're bad? What the hell are you? Uh, this comes days after the actor's domestic violence trial was postponed for the second time. Uh, at a recent comedy show, it was actually in Atlantic City. Pete Davidson revealed uh, that he took 
ketamine daily for four years oh. before checking into rehab this summer. Dear God. And, uh, but he, he had some pretty funny things to say about it. He said it was magical uh, about the uh, disassociative drug. He said, uh, I'm fresh out of rehab, everyone. I got that post-rehab glow. <laughs> and then he said, seven times a charm. <laughs> uh, according to the outlet, ketamine has uh, hallucinogenic effects and includes a state of sedation, immobility, relief from pain, and amnesia. So it's called Special K, right? Street name, yeah. yeah, I'm hep to all that stuff. I um, all right. So I wasn't sure because sometimes people use it clinically, right? Uh, and so when you were saying daily, I was like, oh, I guess he's on this clinical thing. But I also thought that he was just strictly a pot guy. Uh, no, no, yeah. Uh, the, apparently he's not, and uh, his his um, um, promotions company uh, dropped him after oh, the really? car accident. He's he's uh, he's if he doesn't watch it, he'll slip back down again. Mm. I very rarely mention the Real Housewives, but this one I have to to go with here. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes yeah. and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw have become friends while serving time together at a federal prison in That's Texas. awesome. Isn't that nice? That two felons could find each other uh, Sarah, in a world gone crazy. Sarah's rep, Chris Giovanni, uh, said they're friends. Uh, they're both rehabilitating and have bonded over being on this journey of positive change. I was bilking old people. I built a machine for medical care that didn't work. (laughs) Their situations brought them together, he said, and they have a good understanding of one another. We get each other. Uh, They're getting through it together. Uh, Holmes was sentenced for 11 years in prison for fraud in 2022, and Shaw was sentenced to six and a half years in prison for her role in a telemarketing scheme. Is it you that left that wine in my toilet? I love you. They're best buddies in prison as we speak. Yeah. I wonder if they just become best friends. Yup. <laughs> yeah. John Stamos. Yeah. Uh so I wonder if you if it's if it's they're in a low security like a, sure. a white collar sort of thing. Yeah. So they're not shiving it up. Right. But what are you wondering? Uh if they if I was gonna say if they if there's if there's you know, strength in them, like forming these cliques, but it's not that kind of prison. Probably not. Uh, yeah, but uh, but you listen. You're, if, if you're if you're incarcerated, Lloyd, yeah, uh, <laughs> you, you you do need to have companionship of some type. So yeah. you know, so it's not like all the the reality shows. But this might be like a, like they they cross lines here. They cross the aisle, like the yeah. reality showers and the medical bilkers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam Schreiber and Taylor Neeson have announced the birth of their baby girl. Uh, the Ray Donovan star, who is 55, and his former pageant queen wife, who is 31, uh, shared the exciting news via social media on Wednesday, revealing that their bundle of joy arrived late last month. Uh, Shriver wrote on Instagram, so happy that Hazel B. is finally here. Hazel B.? Yeah, B-E-E, by the way, is her middle name. All right. Uh, the proud papa shared two images of the newborn, the first being her tiny hand grasping his thumb, and the second Ow! being her little foot. <laughs> Aww. Uh, she arrived early in the morning, August 27th, and has been a every day since, he said. Uh, the Emmy-nominated actor then gave an update on how his girls are doing. He said, Mom and baby are both super happy and healthy. Thanks for all the love and support. Um, his newest addition makes him a father of three. He and his ex, Naomi Watts, share two children, Sasha, who is 16, and Kai, who is 14. So when you have a, a newborn like that, and they do hold down onto your finger. I've seen so many people do pictures of that. That's got to be an amazing thing. It's adorable. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he does really great voiceover work, but like, yeah. I, I, I'm like, that doesn't sound like, it almost like doesn't sound like him. Do you know what I mean? He's Patrick on SpongeBob. He's not Patrick on, uh, is he? No. No, no that's, that's Dauber, whatever yeah. that guy's name is. I know exactly what you mean. Patrick! 
when you hear his voice, I don't uh, picture his face. Yeah. Uh, when he's doing like, um, you know, the real sports or whatever. Uh, Not yeah. real sports, but. Uh, he does hard knocks. Hard knocks, he, yeah, he, yeah. Does he do? He could do real sports. I did, mean, you know what he did 24-7? It did those hockey series when they would right. uh, lead yeah. up to, you know, the um, the games at the ballpark or whatever. It you was, know, he's an he actor. Boxing, who, the boxing 24-7, did, yeah. too, yeah. An actor who's made a fortune. Ten times what he made as an actor with voiceover work is a guy named Peter Coyote. Yeah. Who just works all the friggin' time. So in this last season of Hard Knocks, it was pretty funny, the very first episode. You know, Aaron Rodgers is, yeah, the, yeah. you know, he and he, all he wanted to do is he wanted to meet Liev Schreiber. Really? And they, yeah. <laughs> and they flew him in on a helicopter. That's funny. Just, you know, to, to training camp. And, they, you know, just to make it, like, over. And then dramatic. his last words, break a leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, Excuse me, Princess Diana's sweater featuring a black sheep among rows of white ones has sold for $1.14 million at an auction by Sotheby's in New York. So, Uh, Kathy, you'd probably hand wash that, right? (laughs) Uh, You guys would know this if you saw it. It's red and it's got all these uh, white sheep uh, across it. Um, Bidding opened um, on the 31st of August and the top bid stayed under $200,000 until the auction's final minutes. And then it shot up to 1.1 mil. Uh, Sotheby's had estimated the value of the sheep jumper. That's what they're calling it. Sheep jumper. At uh, fifty to $80,000. It did not disclose the identity of the winning bidder. Uh, the simple piece of knitwear, which was unearthed in an attic in March, uh, commanded a higher price than many other objects tied to the People's Princess that were sold at auctions in recent years. Diana's car, a Ford Escort, Maybe the closest, excuse me, it went Wait. for $806,000 in 2022. She Didn't she briefly own the Munster Mobile? Maybe. Okay. You're curious, she she had an escort? Yeah, yeah. this is before she was the princess. Yeah. Uh, and she was, uh, you know, yeah, she'd drive around. They, they have it in, in the... Um, uh, in the crown, oh, uh, okay. uh, driving that. Uh, the amethyst bedecked Atala cross that Diana frequently wore uh, was sold to Kim Kardashian. Oh no! For roughly one fifth of the sweater's I'll amount of two hundred and three thousand dollars at an auction in January. Uh, sweater's design is often described as symbolic of Diana's place in the royal family. Um, oh, this is interesting. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 was almost a wrap before the SAG-AFTRA uh, strike. Got oh, down July. to the wire. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Tim Burton said in a recent interview, he said, I feel grateful that we got lucky. Literally, he said, it was a day and a half. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Uh, and we know what we have to do. It is 99% done. Oh, like man. they are right on the edge of it being finished. <laughs> well, couldn't they give them, a, as they call it, a carve out just to finish? I mean, they're that close to it. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, if they're giving all these independent movies these uh, these special waivers. Yeah. Uh, a couple of trailers are out. Um, the full uh, trailer for Aquaman, uh, the sequel, dropped yesterday. Uh, the preview shows Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Patrick Wilson's Orm teaming up to fight Yahya Abdul-Amin Artin's um, uh, Black, Black Manta, yeah. uh, who is out for revenge and is more powerful than ever. Amber Heard's Mira appeared in the trailer for approximately two seconds, <laughs> but she is in the movie. Uh, so the trailer is out if you want to see that. Uh, Paramount Plus released the first trailer for the Frasier reboot series yesterday as well. Yeah, I watched it. I like it. Okay. How does it... Uh... So they've replaced a guy who was Niles, his brother, with another persnickety kind of foil. Okay. Uh, which you miss are, you know, his dad and uh, Daphne. But uh, it seems like they uh, what they've added in is his son has become sort of, um, I guess, the main plot line is that his son is kind of a regular Joe. Mm-hmm. And of Frederick. Course, kind of like his dad was. Well, uh, yes. 
Well, like 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 Fraser's dad was. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, Kelsey Grammer reprises his role as Fraser Crane, who moved back to Boston to be closer to his grown-up son, uh, Frederick, who is played by Jack Cutmore Scott. Uh, the first two episodes of the new series are going to premiere on the streaming platform <laughs> on October. Nick, Freddie, Fred, Fred, Freddie, Freddie, the Fredderman. Fred, Fred, Fredman. What's that, Frederick? <laughs> it was an episode of Cheers. It's just funny to me that this character has lasted as long as it has, and um, you know, characters that I knew when I was watching Cheers in high school are now adult characters. <laughs> they re. Booted Night Court a year or so ago. Yeah, it was, I watched a little bit of it. It's all right. It's, but, it could have been far worse, but it was. It's weird when they when they reboot a show that you know really well, the character you know really well, and then bring in new characters and don't bring many of the other characters that you. The reason why you fell in love with the show in the first place was the ensemble, and that's mostly gone now. All right, uh, we have clips to play. Hey! No, 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 no. no. It's a movies opening. We do that first. Movies are opening Yay! on Friday. Yay! Opening this weekend, A Haunting in Venice. It's a mystery thriller. It stars Kenneth Branagh, Tina Fey, and Jamie Dornan. Uh, set in Erie, post-World War II Venice on All Howl's Eve. This terrifying mystery features the return of the celebrated sleuth uh, Hercule Perrault, now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous city. Uh, Perrault is, is that how you say his name? Perrault, yeah. Perrault. Uh, reluctantly attends a seance at a decaying haunted palazzo. And when one of the guests is murdered, the detective is thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets. It's the Enrico Palazzo. Uh, It is one hour and 43 minutes long. It's rated PG-13. Wide theater release. Rotten Tomato score gives it a 78%. So I'm a big fan of Agatha Christie stuff. Always liked those murder mysteries. And I think he does a good job. Uh, You guys didn't see it, right? They had the the screening the other night. I think the director, Steve, is Agatha Christie's grandchild. Oh, oh, wow. I, I thought yeah. it was uh, Kenneth Bonner directed it. No? No, I'm sorry. The uh, the writer, the screenplay oh, okay. writer. Oh, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Also opening this weekend is The Inventor. In fact, we talked to uh, Christopher Knight. Chris Knight yesterday. He's, uh, his production company is behind this. Uh, it's an animation adventure comedy. Stars Stephen Fry, Daisy Ridley, and Marion Cotillard. Uh, the Inventor follows famed inventor and artist Leonardo da Vinci as he leaves Italy for France. And in his new country, da Vinci joins the French court where he experiments with flying contraptions, invents machines and studies the human body all in an effort to answer the question, what is the meaning of life? It's an hour and 32 minutes long. It's rated PG. It's in a limited release and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 75% score. So what I like is they're using stop motion animation for this, uh-huh. which is, I always find kind of enchanting. Yeah, I do too. Even I, though the guy, the, the, the puppet that looks like Da Vinci looks like Santa Claus and Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. Alright, we're ready for clips now. The TV drama Surviving Summer is a show about a rebel teen who's kicked out of Brooklyn High School uh, and sent to live with family in Australia. Here, actress Sky Katz talks about her role on the show. I'm a troublemaker, rebellious. You know, trouble follows me wherever I go. Uh, I start, I'm from Brooklyn, and my mom sends me off to Australia to stay Mm -hmm. with our family friends there. And I I get immersed in the surfing culture there, and I'm such an instigator with the friend group, and Uh those love stories, you know, your typical teen drama stuff. Shut the f*** Who's the engine? Yeah. 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 That's a good answer. Really? That's Mm -hmm. it. Uh Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> uh, surviving Summer Season 2 comes to Netflix this weekend. Here's our next clip. The Gold is based off of the infamous 1983 Brinks Matt heist in which 26 million pounds of gold was stolen from a warehouse near Heathrow Airport. What? In this clip, Stephanie Martini talks about playing uh, Marnie Palmer, the wife of one of the accused. The things that I understood about her from her memoir is that she had a really tough start to life Mm -hmm. and she works really hard and she is really loyal and she really loved John a lot and they had a very tricky relationship but really did love John a lot. What the f***? Uh, I am intrigued by this story. I've never heard of this. Uh, the Gold premieres this weekend, and it's on Paramount, so you can find out all about that story if you want to. All right, that's it. Uh, the entertainment report for you this morning, friends. Uh, the sun is up. It's a Friday morning. We're feeling good, and we hope you are, too. Yes! <laughs> and we actually have some stuff to give away. Our friends from Red Robin are bringing in some goodies. And I have, am feeling good, and I hope you are, too. We have $50 gift cards to give away, and I can take uh, caller number 17 right now at 215-263-WM. MMR and take care of your Red Robin is offering a whole lot of yum for just $10 with their $10 Tavern Bundle, which is going on now participating. Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group locations. The offer is valid for dine-in only, so keep that in mind. We'll take that caller. We'll set you up. We'll be back in a moment. we got a bunch of things going on this morning. Hopefully you're sticking around for it. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show present Crumb Bum Cash. You're a real crumb bum. Your chance to bring home some bread. $1,000 five times a day. Starting Monday, weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then again at 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Crumb Bum Contest keyword. Then enter it at WMMR.com via the MMR app or text it to 45911 for your chance to grab some dough with MMR's Crumb Bum Cash. Because Philadelphia, that's why. Official rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizonezbook.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, your wallet. Let's see what we're going to have on the program later this morning. Uh, Becky Robinson, who's at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. And then they've added shows on Sunday because the other shows are sold out. Uh, and we also have Justin Willman, who will be here. He's performing at the Keswick Theater tonight, by the way. So Justin's going to be by in about an hour or so. Um, so we, we have some gaps filled, but we got some open space. And I think it's time to talk all things food and drink this yeah. morning. It's an early edition of the Connoisseur. We hardly ever do it this early, so this is exciting. Yeah. yeah. And along with the excitement that is uh, the food and beverage news, uh, we, we have uh, the, the clips that we'll play as well. Yes. Some giveaways. Do you, do you want to call it Connoisseur Plus? Sure. Because but now I, it has a game show element to it. I think it's uh, I think it's Connoisseur Standard now. But okay. But, yeah, for sure. Uh, this, uh, But it, as long as we can keep up coming up with clips, we'll do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. At some point, we're going to run out of food clips. Because we do, we do about five of them per <laughs> segment. So, all right, we'll start with this. Uh, I saw an article and uh, it essentially touches on people, uh, Americans eating dinner earlier these days. I think I've asked this question before. I think we all sit in kind of the six o'clock range, uh, right? Not yep. me. I'm I'm early. Like, Are you? Sometimes, yeah, like if, like honestly, sometimes if I could eat dinner like 4.30, I'm good. Oh, wow. I'm usually about 
other uh, folks over at the Denny's I, there? I, I don't care. All my friends make, whenever we go out to dinner, people ask me to go to dinner. I'm like, hey, it's cat day. I say five o'clock. I'm like, how's five? They're like, geez. I'm like, I, listen, I don't care. You want to go out to dinner with me? I got I to gotta eat early. Wow. Yeah. I'm, listen. Hi, Grandma. I'm hungry by then. Yeah, I'm hungry the by thing, then. Because then I start snacking. Yeah. So if I'm going to wait till six o'clock, now I've snacked at 430 and yeah. I'm not hungry yeah. at six o'clock. And uh, and also it's getting it out of the way. It's easier to get a reservation if you're going to go out. That, to I, that I enjoy. No, going out to dinner, yeah. I, will, I will do 535 o'clock. That's yeah. fine. And I the, can't the one eat- thing you don't want to be doing is like down in uh, Boca Raton having your uh, lunch at 1230. <laughs> well, and um, I can't eat too close to bedtime either. So one like six o'clock would be the absolute late. Is anything it, after that? It's just like I feel like I feel it the next morning. I feel like I it's still sitting in my stomach. So this, according to this article, I saw it's happening around the country, from Brooklyn to Boston, San Francisco to New Orleans, Chicago to Detroit, and there's mounting evidence that restaurants have begun filling up. It was used to be an unfashionable time of the day, shifting earlier. Yes, huh. uh, the Boston Globe reports that some area restaurants are even starting the dinner hour in the middle of the afternoon, catering to those who eschew the usual peak time slots. Uh, Chef Doug. Douglas Williams says all of his restaurants now open at 4 p.m. He said we're finding that people want to eat earlier. So if you eat dinner as your first meal of the day, is it okay to call it breakfast? Yes. Okay. Because you are technically breaking your fast. That's true. That's that's where the term yeah, breakfast break yes. derives from. Right. You're breaking your fast. Because they were doing intermittent fasting back then. Uh, or just yeah, not eating for a while. Not eating, yeah. When you couldn't find any food. <laughs> I just killed a squirrel. Yeah. I like eating late. I like the uh, going to the restaurant and being the last one there at the end of the night. I feel like... Oh, the wait staff loves that. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. When you're, when you're there, like, super late. <laughs> and, uh, and they're, like, cleaning up, Casey. And yeah. oh, they bring, you're, you're yeah. their Are you going to leave eventually? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask the people from Red Robin because I know how much they like it. Are um, you going to leave? God, if that ever happens to me, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. We're just going to finish. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It drives me out of my goddamn mind because my my wife loves to hang out and the meal's done. Everything's done. Let's go somewhere else. Uh But we're done. I want to go. I always work. Uh, yeah. No, no, I was going to say, I always worked back in the kitchen uh, case. And when we would hear a table just came in, you know, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it's like 30 minutes to closing time. You're like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, we've already started closing stuff up at yep. this point. Is that when you walk out and go, I took a piss in the food? Yeah. <laughs> I don't arrive late. I just like uh, hanging out and being the last one there. And then uh, you get nice service. Well, that's the wait staff dealing with you then. Yeah. No, I mean, like, honestly, if you're if you're cool and friendly and a good tipper or whatever, I, I don't think that they hate it. You just, there's Kathy, there's this line where you're like, all right, am I going to cross over that line and say any later than I should? It's um, not just me, it's the West, the rest of the wedding reception. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, uh, to me, I don't know, it's a relaxing way to end the night. Huh. I just, I For recently you. went into a, a deli and it closed, at, it was like a, a late lunch, I had not eaten and I needed to grab something, I'm like, okay, there it is, I wasn't, it was in an area I wasn't familiar with, right. and so I pulled over, I looked at the time and said it closed at 3, and it was like, probably, I would say it was like 2.40, yeah. so I was like, well, the door's still open. I saw somebody else walk in, so I went in, and they were so angry. There was there was actually three of us. There was a guy that had walked in um, before me, and then somebody that had come in after me. And I was like, oh, "Well, man. at least I'm not alone." But they, you could, and I was like, "Um, I was like, can I still get the grilled chicken sandwich?" And yeah. she was like, "No, the grill's off." And I was like, "All oh, right, then I'll just take turkey, whatever you got back there." <laughs> yes. Do you pull the Tommy Boy routine where you go that whole speech? Where can you turn the fryers back? <laughs> turn the fryers back <laughs> on. Uh, so yeah, Tell Kathy. Me why. 
want wingy. They were probably pissed because there were multiple people coming in right at closing I time. I guess, but they yeah. like they did not try to hide it at all. So the shift away from later diner seems to have uh, an after effect on the pan is an after effect from the pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, so working from home eliminated commutes, and theoretically, the moment that you uh, turn off the computer, you're free. Kids are hungry after school. You typically feed them this early anyway. Why not take everybody out to eat? Uh, citing data from Yelp, the Wall Street Journal reported that restaurants are now seating 10% of their diners between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m., double the number of seatings of those uh, at those times in 2019. And remote work has also led to other lifestyle changes beyond restaurant reservation times. In some cases, the post-pandemic workday has also eliminated the cocktail hour that some people observed when they left the office for the day. Well, that, you, that hasn't eliminated in your world, right, Kathy? The, 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 uh, the, what time does the wine pour? Well, I mean, it depends on the day. Uh, that bridge from work to diner to dinner isn't as necessary when you work alone. Uh, you can mix a drink as the mood strikes you. Um, and one Little reason cocktail. One reason that dinner crowds uh, ha- the the dinner crowd has been pushed earlier is that it benefits restaurants by necessitating fewer hours in which to serve customers. It's now common for restaurants to close around nine p.m. at least during the week. To be honest, yeah. So uh, a couple of restaurateurs that I know have been mentioning that fact that they the need to keep the doors open and you know uh, uh, keep a staff there past to nine thirty ten o'clock. That's almost gone. I, I'm I'm happy and uh, I. I don't love this at the same time because uh, I, I we my family we we eat fairly early so I'm I'm glad that it doesn't seem a bit of an anomaly because things are trending that way but I like the available uh, reservations well, see, dude uh, it's, uh, that's know. the best thing in the world and that's why uh, sometimes uh, people get pissed off but I, I I'll always opt for the earlier reservation get in there have the place to yourself and then you can do it the Nick way which is go in there closing down and <laughs> just no he goes and lingers how, how yeah. long what's uh, if you're going to do dinner, like how many hours at the table, you think, Nick? Hour and a half. Hour and a oh, half? That's not yeah. bad. That's not too Listen, bad. I, I really want to clarify this. I don't overstay my welcome. Okay. <laughs> the text message board is. Yeah. An hour and a half is absolutely fine. The, what I can't stand is you've been at the table for three hours. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. first off, they, they can use this table for other customers. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Nick, an hour and a half with you and one other person, with you and Andrea? Yeah, if it's a date night. Okay. After you're done eating, you stay for an entire hour and a half. No, 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 stop. No, Uh, no, no, because I'm I'm uh, thinking about like when I go out, it's usually an hour. Like it's usually wrapped up in an hour. So that is you guys stay, hang out, and have a drink after dinner, right? Yeah, I I don't. uh, I'm not a dessert guy when I go out for dinner. I like a a after uh, dinner cocktail. Okay. Ugh. Do you ever have like a you know espresso or a little cappuccino? No, or something because like that? then I, I can't fall asleep. It keeps you up. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. I love a cappuccino. Or and you're not a, a dessert guy it, because I'm I surprised. I eat um, a lot at dinner. and okay. I have oh, so much. Oh, you're kidding, really? Yeah. Casey, Sir, I, you're going I, to I have to leave. We've really run like out dessert. of food. <laughs> Casey doesn't have. A, he doesn't like. I'm desserts. not a dessert guy. Right now, he has a gigantic cookie in his hand. No, Casey. Casey, you get if you, and I've been to dinner with Casey many times. We've traveled together. I've seen him at a variety of different restaurants, and it's and and I love his and I know his formula: uh, soup, soup, appetizer, <laughs> uh, main course, and dessert. Absolutely, yeah. every single time. Those mm, four things are every meal. Not always appetizer, but. 
If there's a good Cookie. soup, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I uh, love soup. Okay. And I like I get so disappointed when like the soups that they have are not soups that I'm like into. I'm like, ah, like I. <laughs> so does every restaurant? Uh, but this this isn't an equation in, like for, like for fast food or something like that. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Just sit down restaurants. Sit down. But right, like, yeah, dude, yeah. like some I, I don't like Italian wedding soup. I just I but, love like, Italian oh, wedding soup. I'm, I'm not it. talking I about love you. It. I'm not talking about you a holes. But I will. <laughs> I will I slum it. I don't like you now. I will slum it uh, if that's really like the you. only one I got. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, like if the other one is chicken noodle or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, I'll go chicken noodle over a oh, wow. wedding. See, I, I like, like chicken noodle, but that seems low rent to me. <gasps> Wait, I just, want, can I, I just want to ask a question. Okay. Why don't you like it? Because uh, it's too good. Um, I, what, what is it what, that you don't what, like? What's that green crap in it? Okay, I knew oh, you were going to um, say that. Uh, it's a uh, um, fungus. No, 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 no. It's spinach. Okay. <laughs> you don't like spinach? I don't like oh, spinach. Okay. All right, well, then that's why. I don't All like right. cooked spinach. Uh, raw spinach? Not bad. Okay. <laughs> I have a movie clip to play for you. Yay. And we have something to give away. Let's see if you can identify what food clip, what movie this food clip is from. Here we go. Hey, my name's Joyce, and I noticed that you have not tasted any of the ambrosia salad that I made especially for you. Ambrosia. All right. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, Order up. Let's see what else we have. Saw this story from earlier in the week. Um, self-serving soda machines inside McDonald's restaurants will not exist 10 years from now. Oh, man. The slow transition away from beverage stations in dining rooms across the country will completely will be completed uh, by 2032, according to McDonald's. That to me always seems like uh, that's a that's a liability for the for the restaurant because people refill all the time. You know, it, it's you will still be able to get your refills. Uh, the company said in a statement, this change is intended to, I, I believe, intended to create a consistent experience for both customers and crew across all ordering points, whether that is McDelivery, the app, kiosk, del- uh, drive through or in restaurant. Uh, they did not clarify whether financial or health factors impact the decision. Well, yeah. Several franchises in Illinois have already made the shift. Uh, store owners operate uh, operators said that food safety theft prevention. So there you go, Steve. There we go. And lack of dining customers impacted the decision. I just learned I was doing it wrong. By the way, that, that you're not supposed to put your mouth over the nozzle. Oh, so I didn't know that. Somebody should have shown. And, and then I'm thinking, well, yeah, they're, they're obviously there are these cups here. I never put two and two together. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a McDonald's fan. I didn't know that McDelivery existed, and I don't think uh, it's a great delivery food item. Uh, like, French fries need to be warm, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll eat uh, McDonald's from the drive-thru or obviously go there, but I don't. I don't think I want that delivered to my house. Uh, okay, why? I don't think it keeps well when in uh, upon delivery. I I think fast food keeps better than you know restaurant quality. Yeah. Food that's delivered because it's not intended to sit in in a container and steam for a little while. That's why I'd, I'd prefer uh, for dine-in restaurants to sit down and have it there. I think you lose quality when that comes to your house. When I it's agree, delivered. I think I'm yeah. a food slut because I don't have. I, it can be it can be cold. I, I don't. I don't even fast lot, food. Yeah, I don't uh, have no problem with cold fries. I have no problem. with... You are a food it, slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have the reputation of being like a great white shark in your eating patterns, but yeah. but that's. I don't think. I think. I think I can go 
toe to toe with you on on like fluttery. We, we talked about eating food <laughs> fluttery, fluttery. <laughs> um, uh, on eating like pressing cold uh, cold uh, chef Boyardee out of the can. Mm, you right. can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Whore. That just made me gag. <laughs> I'm, uh, a, I'm a spaghettios whore. I'm currently living with no kitchen, uh, so I've eaten more cold food over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. You want to know if cold food is good? Just tell me the item. I'll, I'll what is your know. cold food of preference? I, I don't really. I actually don't like cold food. It's oh. not the only thing I I don't like reheating is like if I've grilled chicken uh, the night before and let's you know not joke ourselves I, I didn't grill it somebody else right. did yeah, but yeah. Um, if I re I don't like reheating that so I'll eat chicken cold I'll throw it on a salad or whatever I love I love like a, a, a fried chicken out of the refrigerator uh, you know not reheated I don't need to reheat any of that I don't need to reheat a French fries or, or hamburgers or anything like that I can eat all of that refrigerator cold not frozen obviously but I don't have to reheat it like a cold hamburger patty like out of the refrigerator cold no, no thank way. you okay nope. so a prepared no, hamburger now, wrapped up i could have yeah so so room temperature no problem okay. yeah, yep. yeah i could eat burger room yeah. temperature no problem uh, but nick to, to um talk about the fast food and 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 how uh, i if i get fast food um 99 times out of 99 that food doesn't even make it home like right. it's 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 right. being consumed as i'm driving home or as i'm driving to wherever yeah, so you don't do you purchase a temporary for example if you're leaving a, a place and they have fries do you, do you get a small fry no. to be your travel fry? No, but I <laughs> to mean... To get back to your... Uh, uh, in other words, you know what I'm saying? So I know you, what you're saying, yeah. but no, no. I uh, And I probably am the only one here who eats uh, McDonald's with any sort of regularity. Um, and, I never do, yeah. Yeah, and, and I have I have a system. I uh, Because the burgers that they make, they don't melt the cheese on the burger. They just basically put the cheese on the burger and hope that the, yeah. the heat of the burger will eventually melt that. So knowing that, I have to get some other things to eat while the cheese is melting on the burger. Okay. That makes sense to it you. It does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you are picking up uh, fast food for people, the part of the delivery fee is their French fries? Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes, oh, that, they have footage of dudes like standing in the door, like uh, uh, Uber Eats sure. or whatever. And there was one where the dude was actually sipping out of the milkshake. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, you don't know those people, so you can't do that. But if it's for Family? people you know, yeah. the French fries are part of the delivery. Oh my thing. god! Yeah. Wait, so do they you, not get, you put me out? Do they not get their fries, or you? They don't get all of their fries. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. They get they get ninety five percent of their all fries, right, yes. and they get yeah. one half of the. Yeah. All right, we need to find out what movie this clip is from. My name's Joyce, and I noticed that you have not tasted any of the ambrosia salad that I made especially for you. Allow me. Mm. All right, we are going to go to Sean, see if he knows the answer to that. Hey, Sean, morning. Good morning, Ed Presbyterian. Good morning to see you, Sean. All right, what movie is that? Good Friday, baby. That would be Edward Scissorhands. You got it, Edward Scissorhands. Yep, the ambrosia salad. Hang on just a second. Because we have a prize for you, my friend, and this is what it is. A $50 gift card to Red Robin. Yeah. Uh, somebody will contact you with the information there. And by the way, Red Robin is offering a whole lot of yum for just $10 with their $10 tavern bundle going on now at participating Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group's locations. Off, offer valid uh, for Diane. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have another bite of my chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> offer valid for dine-in only. All right. Uh, yeah. We have another movie clip. Let's see if you can identify this film. Here we go. If you close your eyes, it almost feels like you're eating runny eggs. You know, a bowl of snot. Do you know what it really reminds me of? 
tasty wheat. Did you ever eat tasty wheat? No, but technically neither did you. Well, that's exactly my point. Exactly. Because you have to wonder now. How do the machines really know what tasty wheat tasted like, huh? Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe what I think tasty wheat tasted like actually tasted like uh, oatmeal or, uh, or tuna fish. 215-263-WMMR. A lot of mouth-smacking noises Tons in that of clip, by the way. All right, order up. Next story. Shares of Hostess brands skyrocketed after J.M. Smucker agreed to buy the maker of Twinkies, Ding Dongs, and other treats for $5.6 billion. $5.6 billion? Including $900 million in debt. So so Smuckers bought Hostess. I didn't realize Smuckers was doing that well. Apparently, they've got enough, and and they believe in the product. So They've opened up a few new Smuckers wells. uh, The maker of its namesake Jellies, uh, Folgers Coffee, and other food products said that it would... So I guess Smuckers owns a lot of Everything, brands yeah, that we're yeah. not aware of. Um, they said that it would be paying $34.25 per share in cash and stock for Hostess, a 21.8% premium to Friday's closing price. This was last Friday on uh, a move that expands its uh, snack offering. Smuckers also has a military division press. Oh, I did yeah, not yeah. know that. Smuckers is a... Uh, 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 pro, sort of an endorser of the Preston and Steve show in a weird de facto way. They they own Duncan. Oh, uh, no yeah. I didn't know that. They also oh. uh, own Steve Knott's Berry Farm. Ooh, uh, Jif, it's a wonderful which, park. Jif, the best of the peanut butters. Jif, yep. uh, and um, choose your yeah. mother's choose Jif. <laughs> a bunch of like, meow mix, milk meow? bone. Choose your mother's choose meow Ooh. mix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So they're, they're, I don't know why I went so crazy for milk bone. That's what my dogs like. Okay. They prefer milk bone. You're a fan of your dog, so yeah. it's all good. Uh, along with its signature snack cake brand, Smucker will also add Hostess manufacturing plants in five states and Ontario, Canada, as well as a distribution facility in Kansas. Uh, Hostess, approximately 3,000 employees will also join Smucker. So they're, well, they're that, a juggernaut. I'm man. glad that they're not firing anybody. I'm glad that, that iconic brand is not going away. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, CEO Mark Smucker. Yeah. Explained the that, man. that the acquisition provides a compelling expansion of our family brands and a unique opportunity to celebrate our focus and delighting consumers with convenient solutions across different meal and snacking occasions. I uh, There was one time I was at someone's wedding and um, there was a an Amish gentleman who was at our table and his last name was Smucker. And it was an interesting because we were asking him questions about the Amish uh, lifestyle. And right, that. right, right. And he told us, so what he, his, his business was... Um, uh, essentially for horses like tack and stuff like that. Oh, you know, really? Uh, making uh, uh, all kinds of products for people who own horses. Right. I'm, I don't know what tack is. I'm sorry. Uh, th- so they have, um, I, I don't know either, Casey. Uh, so there's um, there's usually like a tack house or something like that uh, that involves, he just left. <laughs> I, I was walking somebody. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, Nick will look it up and explain it to you. So it's a nail, kind of like a shark. No, sorry. Anyway, has to enforce it. Okay, yeah. right. moving on. That's uh, yeah. uh, so uh, he he had a website. Believe it or not, he was an Amish gentleman. He had a website which was smuckers dot com. Uh. And guess who wanted that? Oh boy! So he had that before. So how he much? had it. He how had much? he had the domain name to it ahead of time, and they bought it from him. He didn't say how much, but it had to have been oh, pretty lucrative. That yeah. used to be a, a quite a business. Is that you would go in and you would buy up all these names, looking at these smaller businesses, just register a whole bunch of domain names, and hopefully hit with one. Wow, yeah. that's probably worth a ton of money. Yeah. So I just uh, read a little bit about the founder of Smuckers. The guy's name's uh, Jerome Monroe, and he got a start. And I, I'm, I'm going to need a ruling from the room on this one because he. Got got to start selling apple butter. 
Okay. I love I love my father to death. He is a huge apple butter fan. My we dad would, too. Yeah. Yep. He would have it in the fridge, and I just it, I I don't know if it's an acquired taste. I never like that stuff. Nick, I never even tried it because it looked disgusting. It's gross. You know it's what? Gross. Do you like it? It's not bad. Okay. It's, it's not my favorite, but it's not bad. All right, I'll try it. What is it? Uh, is it more of a butter? It's or the same thing it? as tack. Yeah. Exactly the okay. same. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, tack is just equipment made for yeah, horses. Yeah. We just pulled up a a, a, um, a definition of it. Um, it's like it's kind of applesauce in its consistency, right? But it's a spread okay. essentially that you could put on uh, you know bad. bread and biscuits and yeah. things okay. like that. Is there any butter involved there, or it's like peanut butter case, like it, but uh, made out of apple biscuits? I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Am I wrong? Oh, there's no butter in it. Okay, we have uh, confirmation from Red Robin that there's no butter Yum. in the in actual apple butter. butter. Apple butter. Yeah. So. All right, so anyhow, Smuckers bought Hostess, and uh, they're apparently their uh, shares skyrocketed because of that. All right, we'll see if somebody can get this clip correctly. What movie is this from? You close your eyes, it almost feels like you're eating runny eggs. You know, a bowl of snot. Do you know what it really reminds me of? Tasty wheat. Did you ever eat tasty wheat? No, but technically neither did you. Well, that's exactly my point. Exactly. Because you have to wonder now. How do the machines really know what tasty wheat tasted like? Huh? Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe what I think tasty wheat tasted like actually tasted like uh, oatmeal or uh, or tuna fish. All right, so we're going to go to Bob and see if he knows what movie that is from. Hey, Bob, morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bob, what movie is it? The Matrix. The Matrix is correct. Yes, absolutely. And they raised an interesting point. And here's what we have for you, sir. You got a $50 gift card to Red Robins. Yum. Yum. Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Red Robin. All right, so Red I have Robin. another story for you here. All right. Oh, Not wait, going... no, another clip. Another okay. clip. Sorry, I forgot the order that we do this in. All right, this is our next clip. Let's see if you know what movie this is from. You were so lost, you didn't even know what kind of eggs you like. Yes, yes, that's right. With a priest, you wanted scrambled. With with a deadhead, it was fried. With the other guy, the bug guy, it was it was poached. Now it's like, oh, uh, egg whites only. Thank you very much. All right, 215-263-WMMR. What movie is that from? Now we can hit the music and get to the next story. This is a story about food history, actually. Okay. So this is kind of like the historian, the historian meets the connoisseur. And the connoisseur together. And I and got have this a baby. Uh, from our friend Roy Perry. He sent this over oh. to me. Um, so I did not know this, but pineapples were once so valuable that people rented them for parties. So oh you, would, you would not eat them? You'd just simply rent them and look at them in amazement? Yeah. Back in the 1700s, party Look hosts, at that. It's got a pineapple over at the house. Party hosts and guests looking to make a statement were in the rental market not for tables or chairs or uh, a tent, but for pineapples. And why? To send a message that they were extravagantly wealthy. Wow. Yeah. In the 18th that, uh, century... Got a, two pineapples. A single fruit in Britain could cost upwards of $8,000 in today's money. Yeah. It was considered that exact. That's amazing. That's the thing. Uh, so Christopher Columbus is credited to introducing pineapples to Europe in the 1490s after voyaging to the Americas. Everybody, this is pineapple. Pineapple, this is everybody. Uh, dubbed the king of fruits, the pineapple became a symbol of opulence and royalty because of its scarcity. Uh, pineapples were featured in paintings of kings, printed on linens and wallpaper, and even carved into furniture, which is true. You can yes. see P- pineapples carved into furniture. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, obtaining a rare pineapple meant that the buyer had money and status. And for that reason, the fruit was also featured, often featured as decor at parties and events. Partygoers in Britain would seek out a pineapple for one night, renting the fruit for a fraction of its price, and sometimes even carrying it around at the party as the ultimate uh, uneaten accessory. So you want a pineapple date? Uh, by the way, on the street corner, Preston. Pineapples are not uh, indigenous to Hawaii. No. Uh, I found that out. We were at a, a luau there, and they were they were telling us the story of uh, pineapples. It's just the climate there is ideal to grow them, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't. But they, that's why they have. Uh, it's such a lucrative business here because they can sure. grow them year round. The concept of renting a pineapple to impress your friends. So would you have like an Airbnb? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Does that so include they, pineapple? What they do import the plant there? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I guess so. And and, and the climate is, is super conducive to it. Uh, are you talking about in Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. So somehow or another, I don't know where they are. They're native to. Here we go. Uh, Nick has it. Uh, they are indigenous to South America, uh, where it's been cultivated for many centuries. So yeah, they uh, they ended up um, introducing that in Hawaii, and they uh, it turns out to be a perfect place to grow them. I love pineapple. I I, I do spent too. such a, a chunk of my life having canned pineapple and thinking they were horrible, and then when I had an actual fresh pineapple, I was oh. like. Oh, my God. It's the best. (gasps) Pineapples, I do love pineapple. It's delicious, but it's one of the things I can't, um, I can only have it in moderation, like very small amounts. Does it affect your BMs? No, no. It's, it's because of the acid, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, I guess it like came up as when I did the the food allergy testing oh, that we we actually talked about earlier this week. Um, it's pineapple, not a nightshade, right? Uh, no, it's not. But pineapple was very high on the list for me. Oh, okay. That's, that seems weird. Yeah. What about Kathy? If you hollow out the pineapple and put in alcohol, is that bad for you? <laughs> no, that's okay. like absolutely that's perfect. medicine. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, it's like a vitamin drink for Kathy. <laughs> when I said in moderation, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't forget in your shopping cart, put it in there upside yeah. down. Upside tell down. everybody. Or swinger. Yeah. Correct. <clears throat> yes. Do you, right. w- wait, you real quick pineapple story upside yeah. down. Do you, <laughs> when we went to spring training, yeah. uh, I had my pineapple suitcase. I don't know if you guys saw that. I, yeah, I, I, I made a comment about it. Right, yeah. you did. And I was pulling it off of the uh, uh, the bag- at baggage, you know, when we went claim. downstairs at the baggage claim. Yeah, I was pulling it off. And somebody goes, that's an interesting <laughs> suitcase. And I was like, it's not upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you met a swinger at the wow, luggage carousel. you. <laughs> That's funny. All right, what clip, uh, what movie is this clip from? Here we go. You were so lost, you didn't even know what kind of eggs you like. What? Yes, yes, that's right. With a priest, you wanted scrambled. With with a deadhead, it was fried. With the other guy, the bug guy, it was it was poached. Now it's like, oh, uh, egg whites only. Thank you very much. All right, let's see if Katie knows the answer to that. Katie, good morning. Good morning. All right, Katie, what movie is it from? Runaway Bride. Well, correct. Yeah. Hang on a second, Katie, and here's the prize that we have for you. You have a $50 gift card to Red Robin. Do not miss the $10 Tavern Bundle going on now, which includes your choice of any Tavern Double Burger plus bottomless fries and a beverage. Red Robin. Yum. Hey, um, Case, should we ramp it up there? Or? Yes, sir. Right, that's, I'm sorry. That we only had three connoisseur stories. For First, them. we only get uh, half of the cowbell game this week. I apologize. And now a truncated connoisseur. I just want to do an overall apology By the way, for the cowbell game in general. Uh, no, I'm deadly. I liked it. I, I hope we do the other part because you have like eight remaining, right? We do, we do yes. Uh, and honestly, there's only so many cowbells. This is true. Uh, I enjoyed it. All right, we'll do it another time, I promise. As well as the connoisseur. 
We do need to take a break. Um, before we take a break, though, I want to I want to give a, a little mention to this. Uh, our good friend John Dorenzi, who we've known for years and years, uh, he was for the longest time he was our beer guy, man, and the nicest. You've been. Whether you know it or not, you've been to events that John Dorenzi was absolutely instrumental in making happen. Yeah, so he's uh, he's a um, uh, he's a beer rep. Okay, so any any of these events that we do that involve beer, John was always behind, or he would uh, help us get things that we needed for giveaways or for trips or whatever. And a lot of times, the listener involved in this, uh, John needs a kidney transplant. He is trying to find a living donor if possible. We love John to death, and we want to help him out. There's an event that is coming up. We have information at, at presidentsteve.com if you want to see this, but uh, there's an event coming up on November 18th. It's at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, and uh, you can get tickets in advance. In fact, you have to get tickets in advance, and it's an afternoon event. It's like from 1 to 4. Um, so we hope that you'll take a look at this and maybe uh, support yes. or reach out to people that you know would be interested in helping out someone in need uh, who's looking for a living donor. Uh, just take a peek at this on presidentsteve.com when you get a chance. I want to make sure that I mentioned that. Alright, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Bizarre File stories are on the way when we return, so stay there. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Marissa has requested use of the microphone. And uh, so, therefore, we now give you Marissa Magnata. Oh, thank you, Preston. Um, No, I just want to say a quick hello to uh, a guy I met last night on the subway heading to the Eagles game. His name is Manny. He was really nice. A huge, huge, huge fan of the show. As he was getting on the subway, he looked at me. He's like, Marissa? I was like, yeah, and he came and said hi. Um, He told me about uh, a really nice story about his boss who introduced him to our show years ago. And he's, like, obsessed with the show. Listens every morning. He works uh, out in Bethlehem. And he has his whole crew working. The boss that introduced him just passed away a few weeks ago. I know. Super sad. But he was so sweet. And he talks about how he talks about the show to his wife every day. That's awesome. Everything. So just hello to Manny. Excellent. Want a shirt? Yeah, Yeah, sure. This is this one's from Manny. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it. All right. Let's kick a Friday off.
Froggy, the band right there, they played on the Preston and Steve show side stage at the MMRBQ last year. This year, not only are we doing uh, great live performances with the live band karaoke performers, we have 10 of them all together, but our buddy Don McCloskey is going to be performing yeah. on stage. Psyched about that. And... We have the rye bread cart. Yeah, baby. And in fact, <laughs> it is sitting next to Casey, and it is fully loaded with a variety of awesome rye breads. Uh, there is, uh, I am I am humbled by this collection of rye bread. I, I thought maybe one or two, but there's all sorts of uh, uh, rye breads, Preston, ready to go. Yeah, and in fact, I, I don't think it's going to last long. I think I, I, the rye bread is going to go, I think we're going to be done in seconds. To be honest, oh, yeah. that's why I think, yeah. Nick, you need to get on manning it quickly because okay. uh, it's... It is, honestly, it's the realization of a lifelong dream. You and your brothers wanted to start a rye bread cart. Right, we finally made it. <laughs> and <laughs> if you don't see it, just listen for this. Rye bread! <laughs> and you should, we need to get him a, a megaphone yeah. or something oh, like yeah. that. We have it. Please. Yeah. And uh, and listen for Nick's call. How much am I selling it for? Of rye bread. Are we selling it? <clears throat> no. We're no. just giving it out? Yeah. We decided. So. All right. I'm going to pocket some of that. It's gonna you be- should, though. <laughs> Charge 10 bucks a slice. <laughs> It'll be tomorrow over the side station. Make sure you come and see us. All right. Let's do the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Got junk and want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military, family-owned and operated. You can visit J-Dog Junk Removal, RDSC.com. That's J-Dog Junk Removal, RDSC.com. An eight-year-old boy was accidentally shot when a burn barrel with guns inside of it was oh. set on fire. Why would you do that? The boy was cleaning up a backyard with his grandmother and other children at the time of the Monday incident. A burn barrel was filled with yard waste and then set on fire, but apparently two guns were under the debris in oh, the burn barrel. Who put the guns in the burn barrel? And a, bread. And a shot went off <laughs> while the boy was standing next to the barrel. It's insane. Uh, the boy's family heard two more shots as they rushed him to the hospital. The eight-year-old suffered a through and through gunshot to his lower leg and was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, the incident appears to be accidental and negligent according to the sheriff's office. A woman has died from botulism oh, wow. after eating sardines at a Bordeaux restaurant and 12 other people, mostly foreigners, are being treated for the rare condition French health officials said on Wednesday. Botul- botulism. Yeah, it's a serious neurological illness typically brought on by eating food that has uh, been improperly preserved. The city center restaurant had preserved sardines itself and and the woman had checked in the hospital near Paris. After traveling back with her partner, she returned home and died there. Her partner remains in intensive wow. care, too. I didn't know that that uh, botulism could be <laughs> such a, a risk. Because I'll make a sardine sandwich and I'll, instead of bread, I'll use raw chicken. Uh, in total, 12 people were still receiving emergency treatment Wednesday. Five were on respiratory support. They include uh, American, Irish, German, and Canadian nationals. Oh, my God. A German traveled home for treatment, as did a resident of Barcelona, Spain. Uh, all of them had eaten at the restaurant, the Chin Chin Wine Bar, uh, between September 4th and 10th, when they are there are uh, typically large numbers of tourists in the southwestern town famous for wine and, wine and food. Uh, they all had sardines that had been stored by the restaurant owner himself in jars. By the way, I hate sardines. Oh, they're horrible. Uh, botulism is deadly in 5 to 10% of cases uh, because of toxin that can be generated by cluster. 
Clostridium botulinum bacteria when preserved food is insufficiently sterilized. You just did a Harry Potter spell, didn't you? I did. So uh, check your underwear now. There's a little surprise <laughs> yeah. there. Authorities were still running tests at the restaurant. You're right. Uh, it's a sardine pressed. Uh, adding, it could not rule out further cases of botulism, which an incubation period has an incubation period of up to several days. A total of 25 people could be affected. They said so. Pretty messed up. Yeah, you don't hear botulism much these days. All right, a Colorado Wildlife Authorities are reminding park visitors to keep their distance from wild animals after a moose trampled a hiker. Oh, why don't you forget the moose for a moment? By the way, I think I have three moose stories this morning. On Tuesday, two hikers with three dogs all on their leashes spotted a cow moose and its calf. Uh, the hiker said that they were looking at the moose for some time. Uh, when they were Take done, a picture it lasts longer. When they were done, they tried to leave while maintaining distance from the animal, but the moose kept moving closer to them. As the moose approached, one of the hiker's dogs began barking. That prompted the moose to come at the hikers, trampling one of them. Uh, and they weigh thousands of pounds, uh, man. You, you cannot even imagine the size of these things. There's that footage of the, ma- uh, the I was going to say the mouse, the moose running through the suburban area. Yeah, I mean, you see it in the context of regular cars and front doors of houses. You realize how enormous they are. Uh, they were able to get the moose off and tried to run away, uh, but the moose I just got a moose off. Uh, continued to chase after them uh, down the trail. The moose stopped chasing the hikers, giving them a chance to get into their car. The trampled hiker sustained minor injuries and was able to walk and go to the hospital for medical treatment. By the way, this is the third reported moose attack on humans this year in Colorado. Did you see the footage? I think it was coming out of Yellowstone yesterday, Preston. Of the there was a, a mother bear with her cubs. No, and there were people running to go see the oh my go God. to go see the cubs. I mean, it is the absolute worst bear scenario you could possibly have. And one of the guys had a kid on his shoulders. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, in June, a man told officials that he was surprised by a cow moose and her calf rounding a hairpin turn in a trail. The moose then charged the man, knocking him down before trampling him and stomping him several times. He was taken to a nearby hospital and treated for injuries that were not life threatening. All right, a retired doctor's luxury yacht that was raided last week was allegedly the set of. Of porno films, according to the Nantucket Current. The yacht's owner, 69-year-old Scott oh, yeah. Burke... You're going to be my regular Saturday night. He's one of the baby. scenes. Um, oh, yeah. Faces drug and weapons charges after place Sperm Ahoy. Uh, said they found drugs, guns, and prostitutes on board <laughs> during a wellness check in Nantucket Harbor. Yeah, they're doing very well. A search warrant affidavit cited the Current says the, the woman at the center of the wellness check told a friend... Uh, people on the yacht were, quote, doing drugs all weekend long, and people on the boat had been making pornographic films. She reportedly told Maybe her... Maybe you can help me with my dinghy. Uh, she reportedly told her friend that she did not feel safe and was afraid to be on the boat, prompting him to alert authorities of the situation. I uh, wonder how many yachts like that are used for porn. Uh, the doctor, Burke, who police described as extremely uncooperative, has denied having knowledge of the drugs on board, and his lawyer has said uh, that he has late-stage cancer. So I guess that makes it okay. Yeah. Uh, you have to understand. Yes, yes, it was all the porn and the yeah. drugs, but he has cancer. Yeah. All right, and then uh, finally, we will end with this one. Um, so, photographer Atsuyuki Oshio, uh, Oshima captured a rare photo of a macaque monkey exhibiting some cowboy behavior. Uh, the photo taken on Japan's <gasps> y- Yakushima Island is titled Forest Rodeo. So like a cowboy macaque? Yep. So Ashima snapped the photo just after the monkey catapulted itself onto a Sika deer wow. using a tree as a spring- springboard. And essentially... <laughs> 
he was riding the deer. Wow. Uh, macaques have been observed riding secret deer before, scientists said. As Oshima, uh, Oshima suggested, sometimes the monkeys uh, just take the rides for fun. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, these native Japanese species have long coexisted and even share a symbi- symbiotic relationship. Uh, the deer clean up after the monkeys, eating the fruit that the primates leave behind. In return, the monkeys groom the deer, hopping on their backs and pulling off bugs. That's amazing. Other times, a macaque's motivations may be less pure. Both male and female macaques have been caught trying to get it on with Sika deer during mating season. So uh, is Sika deer trim primo stuff? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. oh God, it's so good. They, it can be my regular Saturday night thing. That both the male and females will try to have sex with the deer. Him and Nick- her got it on. <laughs> Woo-wee! Nick has pulled up. No, they didn't. <laughs> Nick was watching a video of one bang a deer, just to let you know. <laughs> Oshima said that didn't seem to be occurring in this case. Wait a second, President. Nick, could you send me that video? Uh, yes. The frame is one of 16 highly commended photos in this year's Wildlife Photographer of the Year competition. It didn't take long to find a monkey banging a deer video. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. Well, listen, uh, who are we to judge? Right. Yeah. Who amongst right. us hasn't yearned to at least one point bang a deer? The deer doesn't seem to mind. I think the deer's all right. I th- well, listen, they have an they got a thing going on, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's it. That's the last story I have for you in the bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break, and as we do so, let's give something away. I have a case of Philly favorite from our friends at Iron Hill Brewery. You have to be, obviously, at least 21 years of age to win this. So we'll take caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a hazy IPA. It's perfect for all your tailgate needs this season. Available in four packs and 12 packs wherever craft beer is sold. So it's the Philly favorite from Iron Hill Brewery. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Our friend Justin Willman will be in our studio. Stay with us. For MMRBQ, our all-day end-of-summer festival, tomorrow at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and Vixen 77. How we doing, MMRBQers? Plus, the President Steve Side Stage with Sidearms Live Band Karaoke, a Jackie Bam Bam Day Set, and PNS Pals Don McCloskey and Band. Gates open at noon, and tickets start at just twenty-five bucks. Text MMRBQ to three nine three 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 for details, or hit up WMMR.com. Don't miss MMRBQ twenty twenty-three from ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Our next guest, you have probably seen his show on Netflix called Magic for Humans. Its third season is available to stream now. It's pretty damn good. But why do that when you can see him live tonight at the Keswick Theater? It is the Magic for Humans in-person tour, and Justin Willman is yeah. here. In person. Nice to see good you, morning. sir. Nice Thanks to see you live me. and in person. I know, right? As opposed to via Zoom, I think last time. Much we better in person. So. It is, definitely. <laughs> How have you been, man? I've been pretty good. Excellent. I've been pretty good. I've been making a, a new show for the past year. A new, a not new, Magic for Humans It's show? a magic show. It's not Magic for Humans. Okay. But it's for the flicks. The same folks. Okay, yeah. But it's a prank show. So it's been, it's been, uh, it's involved so much lying. 
that I and now that I'm done, I kind of <laughs> I feel. Uh, Is it hard to step out? So you, when you like a, a method actor, for example, will talk about having to detox, from shake it. a roll. So how right? So when you are, are scamming, and we talk about the like the people, the jackass crew. Yeah. How how they ever were able to do that or sleep at night without one eye open? <laughs> Does that affect you the same way when you're consistently lying to people? Well, I mean, listen, I'm always lying because I'm a magician. Yeah. So there's always some deception. It's yeah. normally yeah. like it's an hour long, but this, right. some of these some of these uh, ruses have been months long. So I, I guess I'm I guess I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go hard honest. I mean, yeah. tonight maybe I'll just tell everything how I reveal my secrets. I everything revealed. Everything, everything revealed tonight. People don't actually want that. That's yeah, no. People, yeah, no. Because there's two types of people who come to uh, come to see me in person. There's people who love magic because they love the way it makes them feel. They do not want to know how it works. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the people that those people bring with them. <laughs> <laughs> those yeah. are the only two types of people. <laughs> We've talked about this. The plus ones. It's the funniest. <laughs> it's the funniest thing that some people sometimes get angry, and I'm like, I, I, I listen. I'm fascinated by it, and even if I know how it works, I'm even fascinated by it. It's sure. like I know it's not Merlin magic, <laughs> right. but it's the illusion. It's the it's the thought. It's the mechanics. All of that is amazing. That's what makes the show. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by by magic. And and while I am watching an illusion, I am curious about how it works. Yeah. But I'm not hyper focused on. I got to figure this out. <laughs> I'm more focused on the skill yeah. of the person that is able to pull that off. Oh yeah, because I know how much time and effort it takes into that, especially the sleight of hand stuff. Because that's just that's just agility and ability and hours and hours and hours and hours of practice. The bigger um, you know illusions. spectacle illusions are. I know that there's a lot of mechanical things involved in that, and that's not quite as impressive to me personally. It's cool to see. You, you know? know that the, that it's maybe uh, an architect or an engineer who did all the magic in yeah. advance, and <laughs> right, yeah. right. this person's just gesturing. Right. right. Illusions right. are yeah. a lot of gesturing. Yeah. Big right. boxes. You know? That was They're, David Copperfield's, he was a gesture. Big yeah. Time. yeah. And gyrating. And gyrating. And gyrating. <laughs> you got to gyrate. And dating Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> and and that, well, you know, yeah. to that point, uh, those those guys and, and those illusions, David Copperfield, I think his, and maybe you can confirm this, he'll work with a lot, his, his shop of people, his people who do the uh, illusions for him. They can be hired by other ma- uh, magicians as well. Is that correct? That's true. Yeah, that's okay. true. It's, okay. And it's a small little group of these, you know, magic. They call them magic consultants. Okay. Just such a cool <laughs> title on a business yeah. card. I'm a magic consultant. <laughs> yeah. I will consult you on your magic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's hard to invent new tricks that haven't been done before. Yeah. But we try. You know, and and people they think they want to know how they work, but they really don't because magic is like hot dogs. It's like hot dogs. <laughs> you don't, yeah. you don't really want to. You know don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember when uh, the masked magician hit uh, the I TV do. show? Uh, were you studying magic at that time? I was. You were young at that point, I would imagine. I was so torn. I was probably, yeah, I was probably a teenager. I think I remember feeling, one, like, angry. Because I was like, you know, that's, you're doing the one thing you're not supposed to do. But also, some of those tricks, I had always wanted to know how they worked. Yeah. yeah. So finally I knew. Do you know what's cool, though, about that, which I love, too, is that, that I think that created another generation of magicians who were able to use our expectation about how the illusion was done from learning the 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 secret magician or whatever the hell his name was and then sort of turning that around and making another illusion or trick based on that which is kind of cool as well i've seen that happen on the penn and teller show 100% uh, yeah. there's a lot of magicians who learn who became inspired to become a magician from that show right, so right. i guess you know you can't be too mad it's an interesting little political thing that happens in the in the magic world as uh, a kid like many 
people, you may want to learn this and, and do your little magic shows at birthday parties and things like that. So I kind of dabbled with that a little bit when I was a kid. And there was a magic shop uh, that I would go to. And in, or, in order to find out yeah. the secret to the illusion, you had to buy it. You had to pay. If you paid for it, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Betraying that to someone without paying for it was considered a big time no-no. They say the, the, the secret is told when the trick is sold. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I love that. And there are no refunds. That's a <laughs> secret. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because the, the secret is what you're buying. Yeah. I remember I would buy a trick and it would break the next day and I'd be like, I mean, come on. Can I have my 40 bucks back? Because tricks aren't cheap. And right. You're mm-hmm. a kid. And they're like, no, the secret is what you bought. And so, I was like, well, the secret's worthless without this plastic. <laughs> thing working. Yeah. Yeah. You had a magic store. Was it in St. Louis? In St. Louis. Okay, yeah. On the landing. Okay. Uh, Gibbles. 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 It was half. It was when a did half you open magic shop? This was probably I, I was taking lessons in ninety four. Okay, ninety five. It was half magic shop, half adult novelty store. <laughs> okay, so you had to be eighteen to enter <laughs> okay. or have a parent because it had you know bachelorette party su- supplies. You could imagine what most of the place was filled with. <laughs> yeah, penises. Yeah, penises. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah. of them. Very phallic. Any of those for <laughs> magic tricks? <laughs> well, my, I mean, I would bring my mom in there, and she would be because the magic counter was one thing, and then there was all the other stuff but she everything looks magical there so she'd say she would point to like a penis hat and be like what innocently what does that do what is that (laughs) and i'd be like mom well let me tell you how it works how old were you when you discovered uh you loved it and then it had some abilities and making these things uh go well it was probably 14 i think i started when i was 13 I, i broke my arms both of them at the same time was riding my bike with rollerblades on this is before I was a magician, and also before I was smart. Apparently, we've, we've, talked, about, we've talked about we've talked about this. We were parallels of Preston because Preston both exactly both, I both, both wrist. Yeah. It became a drummer, yep. right? And yep. and we have the St. Louis connection. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So uh, I, I own a large penis collection. Of <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. you were taking lessons yeah. Uh, yeah. at the penis shop, and I was at the magic <laughs> shop, and <laughs> never the twain shall meet. Yeah. But it was the it was pretty quick, quickly clear that it was the first thing that I was like. Above average at okay. everything else, I was mm, fine. Sports, yeah. Yeah. saxophone, mm. talking. The <laughs> magic was like, oh, you got something Not here. Bad, so yeah. I dove in. It's okay. such it's such a uh, fascinating thing. I, as I said before, any time a magician comes in, I I had my magic kits, and and uh, I loved it so much, and I wanted to pursue it so much. And the, the trick for me was finding anyone who gave a rat's ass about my <laughs> about my tricks, and that's the hard part. I you know. So at the school, we were taking lessons. You were taking lessons, right? Yeah, I was. Would they set up um, little performance things so you could try it in front of people? Or was that the I would on just you to do that? go like about my life with about 20 minutes of material in my pockets okay. at any time. And any time there was a lull or someone seemed receptive, I would launch into my shtick. Yeah. And uh, then I started doing, my, my first regular gig was at a Shoney's restaurant doing Shoney's. Uh, balloon animals face painting. And then once every kid had a balloon animal or their face painted, then I was allowed to do magic. Uh-huh. Okay. So and I was really bad at balloons and face. <laughs> so there's that scene in 40-Year-Old Virgin where he does a coin trick and she goes, so you've been walking around all day with this giant coin in your pocket and you were kind of living that life. Yeah, I know. And she, it's like a 13-year-old uh, yeah. Yeah, girl yeah. and she's yeah. like, wow, you are a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, magic's like hot dogs. Yeah. You don't want to know. There's a great scene in the show a Love on, uh, I believe it was on HBO where uh, the guy, he takes the girl to the magic castle because he's a you know aspiring magician and he's just loving it and she's just like she just doesn't get it she doesn't like to play the part it's it's like going to a wrestling match you know like 
you know what's going on in the ring is just a show or whatever, but you play the part, you know, and but some people just can't get past that. Yeah, yeah. she's a plus bad. one. She's yeah, a plus she's one. The, she's, she's exactly yeah. the she's plus, the plus one. one. And I love that. <clears throat> one of the funniest things that ever happened to me in, in, in real life was there was a guy, I was at a bar with my brother and sister-in-law, and there was a guy who was doing magic, right? And, you know, he, um, he had a lit cigarette and put the, you know, and made it disappear, and I know how he did that, but at one point, He's doing this thing where he's trying to get one coin to go from my right hand to my left hand, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and it's and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And and all the while, he's taking my watch off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I have no idea, but my sister-in-law, she's like, oh, my God, Casey, your watch! Like, because she was watching it, and she ruined it. She didn't know. She thought my watch was falling off, and oh. she ruined the joke in, in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the act. So that's, wow. the, the, that's the guest that the guest brings. I know. About, yeah, the Did one. the coin ever make it to the other hand? I don't even remember. Ooh, I just remember not losing point. my <laughs> Let me ask you. So, uh, comedians have to handle hecklers. It's, it's just a skill you have to learn in order to survive sure. in, in that trade. Magicians, what what is what's the 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 version of a heckler uh, when you're doing a show? Somebody who points out how it works and and have you and do you have to learn how to handle those? Yeah. People? Well, listen, magicians by and large don't get a lot of respect. Magicians are, I would say, the magicians are the chiropractors in the entertainment <laughs> industry. I disagree. Okay. With that. Uh, it just depends on the. Yeah. So there are some people who just think that my presence is there to challenge their intelligence. So they're, they'll kind of whisper to somebody. If you're on stage, you can tell someone's kind of narrating their director's commentary about how it works. Or if you're doing walk-around magic up close and personal, they, they'll, they'll reach in your pockets. That's probably the the, the most oh. evasive hack. Oh, yeah. Like, come they're, here, let me see your pockets. Or like after that cigarette would vanish, you yeah. know, where they would grab. Yeah, they'd start know. feeling you up. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that ain't going to work. <laughs> I wanted to just, on a, on a, go ahead, Preston. Well, I wanted to ask, are there, are there tricks of the trade of how to handle people like that? Uh, or, you make or, them disappear. Or, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is, is, do, do you, um, yeah, do you have some sort of a, uh, of a retort to that or, or do you I try mean, to win them over or do you just glance over it? I try to, uh, I, you know, maybe I, I should have a safe word for when <laughs> yeah, these things happen. Yeah, yeah. uh, you know, security could take them out. <laughs> but I, I would do all these like, uh, bar and bat mitzvahs growing up and Cub Scouts and where the, you know, you're performing for kids once they get up to teenage age. They're very, they have no boundaries. So they'll do the hand, hand reaching in the pocket. I remember a magician telling me, you know what they, you do when they do that? Just reach your hand in there too and squeeze it as hard as you can <laughs> and say, get your hand out my pocket, kid. <laughs> and, uh, well, okay. he's in jail. All right. uh, that guy. <laughs> no, well, yeah, in Dutch grunt works, certainly doing the, uh, the bar mitzvah yeah. and, and all those parties and kids parties. That's all, all part of the deal. I wanted to mention this because uh, I'm a big fan of the Harley Quinn show yeah. uh, at the anime, and you did voice work for this on Max. Uh, by the way, I had no idea it was as adult as, as it is because it is it, the language flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco is playing uh, Harley Quinn. What was that like? Was that a lot of fun? It was a lot of fun. We we did that over COVID, uh, so I kind of was in in a, in a booth all by myself, oh. and I only got the script pages that I was involved in. Right. So when I finally did watch it, I had no clue it was very very adult. It is not for kids. Yeah, it blew my mind. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so I play a Vegas magician who, uh, you know, kind of a little bit cliche, but. Ends up, uh, what is it? A shark gives some right, yeah. evil shark gives birth on stage, and you know that old, <laughs> yeah, that old bit. happens yeah, all the time. Yeah, 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 that was very, very fun. And in that love show that you're mentioning, the Netflix show, I was actually the magician in the basement who had her pick a card and she forgot it. 
and oh, gets all gets all that's pissed. You? That was me. I feel like we had this discussion before. We did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh but it's a great she, show. It was so well written because it perfectly summed up what yeah. every magician deals with at the Magic Castle. Uh I love following you on Instagram. I think you're you're a great follow. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so but uh, like how much of your Stage stuff is honed in on with the with, with the stuff you're doing on the street. Uh, with, with uh, good question. You know, because a lot of stuff <clears throat> doing magic uh, in person up on stage is my my favorite thing. But it's you know it's very presentational. The street stuff has to be kind of one on one. No one wants to yeah you know watch a bunch of uh, you know a. a Basically, you're uh, when you're watching Magic for Humans, the person I'm doing magic for is the avatar for you. If they're yeah. amazed, okay. if you believe their credibility, then you're amazed, right? Yeah. Uh, in person, though, it's so much... My favorite thing is watching people look around like, is everyone else freaking out about this <laughs> like I am? You know, it's, <laughs> it's just a different thing. It's an all-ages show, so people... <clears throat> you know, you got couples on date nights and whatnot, but then you've got families where they'll bring every, every kid. And it's just so fun now being a dad, yeah. giving that kind of thing that every... That, that the whole family can come to and the parents enjoy it on one level. The kids think it's for them. You know, the grandparents, you know, think it's for them. So it's it's uh, it's much better in person. Magic-wise, though, it's a much more stand-up comedy, audience participation, improv yeah. show. Do you know what I'm finding interesting, too, is, is that the with, with that, with the street performer, and, um, I mean, you basically have these, everyone has their specialty, their, their thing that, you know, at least, uh, you know, that say, so Blaine, uh, David Blaine, I think, first became prominent to everyone for that walking along on the street, seemingly doing that stuff. Uh, do, do magicians tend to stay in that lane, or is the goal to be as... Because there's strictly card magicians. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, is is would the goal be to do as many of those different sub-arts within magic that you could do? Or is it... Do people just normally run a one-course way as a magician? In other words, this is what I do, and I will continue to do this. I'd say, like, I was raised from the school of be able to do everything. Okay. You know, be able to do a, a gig on a boat, to do a wedding, do a funeral, is do that a rare? kids' party, do a corporate event. I think, you know, uh, every, every city in this country... Uh, has like you know a little crop of magicians who kind of just handle any gig that comes in, and you got to be able to just be well rounded, well versed. Right. I would say with for me like nowadays, if I if there weren't cameras following me, I probably wouldn't just roam the sidewalks <laughs> doing magic <laughs> with people. Yeah. So that's like know. a little non, you know, that's a little out of the ordinary. It's, sure. It's, it's for the people watching it later, you know. But right. I would go on stage uh, whether whether you know there were ten people or a thousand people. Okay. And I just love it. So uh, on your Instagram, you are a comedian. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, not a magician. And so... You know, I toggle sometimes. I'm, I'm like, what a, What the heck am I? Sometimes I don't know like if it's a magician first or comedian second. My favorite compliment is when people, you know, are like, wow, you, you, I think of you as a comedian, not even a magician. And right. then, I'll, then part of me will be complimented and then I'll get a little offended. Like, oh, no, no, no. The trick's not great. <laughs> but you're also a great host because yeah. you, you host it. Was it Cupcake Wars? Was that I the, did, the yeah. one initially which I loved? I watched that. And then um, Baking Impossible. Baking Impossible. Is that happening currently? or did It's that... not. It was just a, a one season wonder. Okay. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. But it was like it was baking plus engineering. It was like Mythbusters with cake. I, 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 I caught a fun. couple of those. Yeah, I, lo- I love that, that. That sort of um, engineering aspect to it. And I mean, every time you... Th- it, it, so those shows live and die, I think, a lot of times by the host. You know, the one who can... And, and you're very good at it. Uh, but uh, t- uh, what about you producing? Do you produce, you know, as far as... Are, do you float out show ideas or do they just bring them to you? I... Everything I've done other than, like, a hosting gig has been self 
produced. Oh, I, okay. You know, so this new st- Magic for Humans was kind of a, uh, you know, something that I came up with and, and shopped around and got a lot of no's eventually. Kind of got, <laughs> right, got, you got, got a yes. yes. Yeah. Prank show. So I think the things that involve magic, comedy, and hosting are things that I self-generate. And then there's the, you know, hey, we need a guy to do a thing. And I'll get in line for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a guy for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to ask because um, the your alma mater is actually, my, my daughter's a senior in high school and your alma mater is her number one. So you graduated from Emerson College. Emerson College. In Boston and you were a broadcast uh, journalism major. So, you know, how much of, of what you do now was actually... Um, forged and learned at that school? You know, because I, I uh, listen, I was already doing magic at that point, and I, I think I knew that's what I wanted to do. Right. And, and decision. Yeah, and my parent, my dad, of course, was very determined to get a real a real <laughs> thing as well. He was very supportive, but he just, you know, wanted me to have... Journalism's <laughs> dead end. Get into the magic. <laughs> exactly. So I think, like, I mean, listen, I'm talking into a microphone right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so in college, I hosted any show that had an opening. I hosted a reggae show. I knew nothing about reggae. But Boston was, it's, I mean, it's a melting pot for for comedy. There, you know, 100%. I think some of the greatest comedians of our time are from Boston, from Boston if yeah. not from Emerson College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, uh, Eliza Schlesinger was two years younger than me. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, Joe Mandy, Anthony Clark went to Emerson. Oh, Jay oh, Leno. Yeah, That's yeah. how. Because I was obsessed with Tonight Show. I love Jay Leno. I yeah. loved Johnny Carson before that, but then Jay Leno. So when I was reading his biography, I saw that he went to Emerson College, and I was like, well, I got to go look at that place. <laughs> and uh, and there you Press go. It's right on Boston. Common. It's what they Beautiful. call a uh, a, a vertical uh, vertical campus. I mean, I think it's like the whole campus is like two blocks, but it goes up. Okay, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. And move in day and move out day looks pretty. Pretty insane. Pretty hairy. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, you party as much as any college, and then it becomes a horizontal campus. Yes. <laughs> so how is, it, how is your... So you're doing magic in college. Yeah. I can't think of a better thing to be able to do and a better time to be able to do it than in college. I'm going to make so, these five fingers disappear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned that at the uh, adult novelty store, yeah, right. of course, early on. Uh I will say, like, when you're in college, you are trying to figure out who the heck you are, you know? Yeah. So I think going into it knowing, like, I'm the magician guy, you know? Like, that was kind of, like, part of my identity that I leaned in too hard. I, I was going by <laughs> Just Incredible then as a stage uh-huh. name. Just Incredible. So everyone in college just knew me as Just Incredible. When, and when you're in college, that kind of, you know, it yeah. kind of works. I was yeah. doing, I would do my, my birthday party magic that I would do for kids' parties, but if I added innuendos, it became, like, college right. magic. So it right. was... A couple was of finger-blasting jokes would get a good, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you have any booze tricks uh, where would get people to drink other than the disappearing of them? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Booze tricks. You know, the the drunker people are, the more heckly, handsy they get. Uh, you know what? I bet you're right. Yeah. It's probably best to stay away from that. As a magician, that's that's like it's. You don't want that. You want people alert yeah. and astute, and exactly. not you know you you can wow a drunk pretty easily. You know, yes. Uh, oh, you can steal their nose and they'll be impressed. Exactly. Yeah. Just like a good stand up comedy show. Like, <laughs> two drink minimum, but also kind of maximum. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Uh, you're, if you're just tuning in, it's Justin uh, Wilman who's going to be at the Keswick Theater tonight. You have um, these magic kind of starter kits for people who want to dabble. Are those I still do. available? They are. They are. What? At justinwilman.com. It's a magic kit that I made over COVID to raise money for Alzheimer's relief. And um, I think I'm going to get one. You should get one. It's been a while. Just it, it, now that I know. No one wants to watch my me do tricks. <laughs> I, I can enjoy them more. Did, did you bring? Um, I didn't, but I. I so I have my, my son, who's now he's almost five. He's in that bag. He's, he's in this bag right now. <laughs> the whole time. Stowaway. 
You got to trade him young. But he, this is no joke. The other day, he did a trick for me that he made up. It's not a great trick, but I was impressed at the the, the ingenuity. Okay. You going to show us? I'll show you. All right. And All don't right. forget, we're streaming on YouTube. Yeah, you yes. can watch us uh, right don't now. Don't suck, Justin. Yeah. Justin here. Don't right. suck. Um, do you guys uh, you use a Rubik's Cube ever? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not too good at it. My son can solve it in seconds, but I, I've How never figured he? it out. Uh, he's 23, or 21, actually. Oh, okay. I have two sons. <laughs> I don't remember which one that was. Uh, so this is, well, here, I've got, this is a brand, this is a, I'm going to perform it as he did the other day. So a Rubik's Cube in the package. Still in the package. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to solve, solve them either. I would typically, when I was a kid, I would kind of just return it once and be like, I solved it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or I'd, I'd see how far I could venture from the sh- from home and still make it back. But eventually, I'm just going to look away. Yeah, it's going to mix okay. up. Okay, so here's what my son did. His name is Jack. He was like, Daddy, magic. And he, uh, he took the Rubik's Cube. He says, here's how you solve it. He put it in the bag. Okay. Snapped. Oh my oh, God! Like solved, dude. <laughs> okay. Dude. Now, now you you need you need two cubes. Yes. <laughs> but I was like, dude, that's really that's good. That's, that's an he, illusion. It's yeah. an illusion. Yeah. It's an illusion. Do you do you who who, who doesn't know how to solve one at all? I don't. I don't. I don't. You don't. Yeah. Okay. Nobody. Nick, would you take this cube? Yeah. Nick's gonna mix up the cube. Okay. Okay. Now here's what blew my mind. Do you know how many different Rubik's cube combinations there are? A no. Lot. Like this is just one of them. Right. right? Yeah. You're making a new one. There. Do you want to? You want to Google it because it'll blow your mind. You won't believe me if I said it. Uh, I'd, okay. I'd have to say there's, you know, over a million probably. So. There are over. Okay. There's, Go ahead. Well, hey Siri, <laughs> how many Rubik's cube combinations are there? Wait for it. She's going to tell you. Oh no, no, oh, she's still got listening it. to me. You got it. It's up, up on the screen here. Oh yes. Okay. Jesus. Oh, Forty-three okay. quintillion. 43, 43 quintillion. quintillion. That is a lot. Yeah. That is an ab- abstract number, right? That feels huge. Yeah. yeah. How many, would you check how many grains of sand are on planet Earth? Right. You sure? Right. This uh, is what's great. How well, many grains of sand? Just to give you a little context. So Nick is mixing this thing up. Nick is creating, potentially creating a, a, a Rubik's Cube configuration that's never existed before ever. This can't be yeah. right. 31? Thirty-one. No, no, no. Connor, <laughs> Connor searching. There we go. 7.56 sextillion. That is less than yeah. a quintillion. So there are more Rubik's Cube combinations and grains of sand on Earth. Wow. I didn't wow. look that up. That's, That's astonishing. That means what Nick has just done. Nick. Yes. It's actually more likely that that has never happened before in the history of humankind. Right. Wow. Than that somebody has done it. Okay. Right? Yes. That's very impressive. It is, oh but God. it's also, like, it's Dude. impressive to be one of a kind. What? Dude, are you kidding me? Well, I know. Okay. All right. You know where this is heading? Oh, I feel Maybe. like I do. I feel right. like I do. Let's find out. Nick. This is crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Nick. Because this is just one of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and this is just one of them. Right. Where's the camera at? Yeah. yeah. Right here. Uh, I'll, dude. I'll face this. At, okay. So check this out here. <laughs> no. Let's just. Dude. You, Nick, is mad. You on bastard. one side. Oh, my God. Two sides. Oh, my God. <laughs> Three sides. What the Four hell? sides. That's one side, two sides, three sides, <laughs> four sides, five sides. He Nick, matched. you're my soulmate. I Identically. I, Nick. I love it. We, we've met, we're meant to be. I'm you're meant to be your soulmate. I'm now, so glad you're here my, this morning. My son didn't teach me that part. That <laughs> was a daddy thing. <laughs> I don't. That's phenomenal. I don't get it. And I don't want to get it. I, I, I think it's no. amazing. Because I love when there's a moment during an act where I go, okay, that guy might actually be a wizard. <laughs> yeah. 
like, we have in, had that, in real life. We've had that a number of times. Yeah. And I go, I go back to, um, to, to Blaine and, and, and Penn and Teller and when you'd see them and, and you as well, uh, Justin, where you're like, like maybe, this, maybe this guy is otherworldly. And that's sort of a thrilling thing. You know it's not, but it is. We know so yeah. much about everything. Look at that. Google a, yeah. a couple taps and you know how many grains of sand. Right, right. So it's so, I think it feels so good to just be like, I don't know any, I don't know where to begin. On right? average, how does it long? To, how long does it take to shop a a a, 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 a bit? A, yeah, a bit. Especially because okay. you got to figure. It. So, a stand-up comedian, you're writing material. That's something that relies on a little bit of precision. But the actual execution of a, of an illusion or a manipulation, you're adding that on as well. So, for you to put together an act, how long are you working on it? You know, some some bits like a Rubik's cube trip might be okay three four months, and then I can put it on stage. Right. right. Some bits uh, like you're working on a new comedy bit. If it's a little rougher on the edges, you got the good parts, but then it's not perfect. You know, the audience is a little forgiving. But mm-hmm. with a magic trick, you know, you can't have part of it <laughs> right. fool them and then part of it be like, oh, I see that part. Yeah. You kind of, you have to be, it has to be perfect all the way yeah. through. Yeah. So, you know, John Dornboss, right? Yeah. All right. So he has, and I don't remember exactly how the bit goes, but he said something along the lines of if, if the, if the, uh, Trick doesn't work on stage, and I say this that like that is that is the the tell to anybody that like it didn't go the way it was supposed to be. That it hasn't that's worked. Yeah, that's his yeah, cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Safe word. What does he say? I don't. I can't. I wish I could remember what it was. Abracadabra. It's <laughs> Look over there. Yeah. Look over there. Do you um? Did you watch Hard Knocks at all this season? No. Oh, uh, because one of the um one of the episodes starts with they they bring uh, a mentalist in and he does a bunch of stuff for for the New York Jets and he did one in particular. It was it, it was a lot like that where I'm like I just don't I don't want to uh, waste brain space trying to figure out how he did that. Like I just. <laughs> Just be amazed. Just be amazed. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. Like, I'm thinking about that Rubik's Cube yeah, thing. I know. I, 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 me just, too. I will uh-huh. be all day. And I'm, uh-huh. I, I was in my hand for, I don't know how long, Justin, like five minutes or whatever. And I'm just, I'm, and just flipping around yeah, randomly. Just, yeah. And you even exactly. did like two more, three more. Yeah, yeah when talking. he said you were done. Right. I kept going just a little bit. And uh, sometimes it makes me want to get under the covers and cry. <laughs> uh, but mostly it makes That's why they don't keep covers. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. You know, it just seems like a half hour ago I saw you writing a check to Nick. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 Nick's probably feeling like, yeah, because you, you still didn't solve it. Right, yeah. right. You just mixed it up. That's all I did was, uh, yeah, randomly mix it I up. I could show you how to solve it, Nick, if you want. My son right. is quite good what? at it, like Preston's son yeah. is. And, um, uh, you know, there's that algorithm that you can learn. Uh, but I, I prefer the magic. Yeah. yeah can, can you make your way over here? All right, Drew. Is that okay. all right? All right. Now, you guys oh, have never done. met. We've right. never met. Yeah. <laughs> but we have not. We're, 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 we're not in cahoots. Yeah, right? no. Nick, we're right. not in cahoots. Okay. That's true. So I'll teach you how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Okay. This is the Willman method. Because most people try to solve a Rubik's Cube. They're using their hands. They're turning it like this. Yes. Solve all six sides at once. That's too much. Okay. okay? You're going to take it and you're going to try to solve just one side at a time. Okay. Okay. okay? So instead of turning it in front, you're going to go like this. Just going to turn it like this. Yeah, on my back. Yeah. Oh, no. See how I'm doing it just like this? Yeah. yeah. Just like okay. that. You're probably wondering how am I going to solve it like that, right? Because right. you're not going to try to solve it in your hand. You're going to try to solve it in your mind. I have a sneaking suspicion, Justin. And I'm <laughs> going to figure something out in the process here. Okay. All right. Yourself? Here, just uh, practice. Just practice. Okay. Turn it nice and slow. Nice no, no, and you're trying too hard. Okay. Trying too hard. Don't like here. Just going to just like this. See, I'm going. Yeah. And I'm kind of not even oh, thinking about the cube. I'm just kind of disconnected. I'm disassociating. Okay. So practice that. Okay. okay. So Nick has got the, the cube behind yeah. his back and he's twisting it around. Right. A little slow, but I'm not even really twisting yeah, just, the, now are you, the corners now, or anything. Question. Yes. Question. What are you thinking about? Uh, I was thinking about talking to Preston. Can I see what you did? Can I here, bring it up? Yeah. 
Okay, now he scrambled it up more. Okay, okay. so don't think about talking to Preston. I want you to okay. think of colors. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 tell you what one of the six colors, and you just think of things that color. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Uh, Steve, do you think it, have you ever you've never seen Nick solve a Rubik's cube before? N- never at all. Okay, and and you may never still by the end of this. Day. Okay. Here, okay. Do me a right. favor. Yeah. Take right. it. So, t- are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Start in your right. Okay. And just turn I like before. Twist it. Slow. Think of red things. Okay. Already better. What's red? Apples. Think of blue things. What's blue? The sky. Green things. Tree leaves. Yellow things. The sun. Orange things. Oranges. White things. <laughs> uh, snow. Uh, snow. Thank you, Steve. And stop. Okay. Show oh them what you God. did. Show them what you did. Hold on a minute. I don't know if I want Bring to. it around. Pull it out. Oh, <laughs> Look at this guy. Come that's on. Just good. That's just completely yeah. solved. He solved it just on behalf of every grain of sand on earth, man. Oh, <laughs> you finally did it. I know. You know. Like, Suck it, Ben. It's a, it's a sense of accomplishment, really, Casey. All I need is Justin to travel around with me, and I can do it anytime. Guys, we can't let Justin leave the studio. <laughs> He's the devil. It's crazy. That's the amazing. Witch. I love it. I love it. I. <laughs> I'm going to do my own magic trick. <laughs> All right. I, just, I just broke the rules. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. It's only my sons. <laughs> the family heirloom. Yeah. Daddy, <laughs> never break this. Forever. That'll be our sign Daddy. of our love. Exactly. I'm going to... I'm proud of you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to create happiness right now okay. out of thin air. Caller number 20. You get tickets to see Justin Wilman tonight oh. at the Keswick Theater at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, and uh, there may be some tickets available. I'm not sure you can get re- out. recommend a- you getting on it. AXS.com. But it's amazing to see in person. And those of you watching on uh, YouTube saw what we saw. That's unbelievable. I love it. It's incredible. You continue to amaze and entertain, I, sir. Thank you, guys. It is it's great to see you. It's been a pleasure. Good to be back. I appreciate it. We hope you have a great time tonight. Thank you so much. Thank All you. right. Give us some time. love. <laughs> Justin <Yeah>. Wilman <laughs> on the Preston and Steve show. It is Magic for Humans in-person tour tonight at the Keswick Theater. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHATESTEVENSINGER.COM. Oh, 
By the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. I hate Stevensinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest shows at Helium Comedy Club are sold out, except for Sunday. <laughs> so that's, awesome. how about that? There's a 715 show, uh, and you can go to heliumcomedy.com. We welcome back to our studio, the entitled housewife, Becky Robinson. Hey. Is so here. good to be back, gang. Nice to see you. Hey, likewise. Yeah, sold out shows. You gotta love that. You know, we've... Uh, We've we've come up in the world. Yeah. It's the epitome of entitlement when you don't even have to <laughs> purely entitled. Right? Oh, and you should see some of the crop that's going to roll into these shows. <laughs> uh, they come in full visor, full skirt, fresh from the country club. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> mm-hmm. I I I sent a few videos over to Preston this morning because I I became aware of the entitled housewife and and immediately said I I know about a hundred of these people <laughs> and, and they're and, out there and they're out there and uh, and uh, it was just hilarious. Uh, so. Has golf itself poured it over into uh, civilian life for you? In other words, is it is it a, is it a joy for you, or is it more just a mechanism? Oh yeah, it's fun. I mean, every now and then, you know, like I'll, it's a it's a wonderful thing. But every now and then, I'm like, I've created a monster <laughs> yeah. because I get I got an email the other day from this uh, from this classic entitled, and she goes, "Hey, my name's Karen, <laughs> of course," <laughs> and she's like, "So I saw you're playing Naples in October. Here's the thing: we've got a family trip." plan to the Turks. She asked me to reschedule my whole oh tour my for her little family excursion. No, it's, yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to do that. You know? Right. For those and, who may not have found out yet, so Becky has this character um, and it's it's all involved in the, in the game of golf. So you're you're out on the golf course and, and you're throwing your weight around and you're entitled yeah. and everything. And this is struck <laughs> with a huge audience. And so now you have this, this awesome entitled housewife character. What a perfect way to put it. I'm throwing my weight around. Are you talking about the video where I cracked the golf cart roof? Yes, yes. <laughs> From twerking on it? No, 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 no. <laughs> the epitome of throwing my uh, weight around. Uh, you're, you're throwing your entitled weight around. You're, you're, you're making sure people know. The badonk. The badonk, if you will. But there's so many subtleties, which I love. Just just for example, I mean, there's, we just cracked me up, and it may have been planned or not, but you're getting out of the sand trap, and you're trying to climb up out of the sand trap, and it, it just looks funny. So those the nuances to the, to the entitled uh, housewife, how how long has this been in the works? Uh, when was this woman born in your world? Well, Entitled was birthed um, mid-pandemic. I think like a lot of people hit a very, very low point. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, was put, putting my wigs on at home and was just like, I, you know, I hate myself. I can't do this. And nothing was funny. And, you know, it was it was such a dark time for the whole world. And then I kind of went over to my parents' house for a bit. And I grew up in a, you know, tough cul-de-sac outside of Portland, Oregon. And, yeah. and my parents were just having the times of their lives during COVID. My right. dad was golfing three times a day. Yeah. He's wearing a golf glove on both hands because to him, that was PPE. <laughs> and he was coming home and he was going, you know, golf is all we have. It is all we have right now, which during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, for the case for a lot of people. It makes yeah. sense. Country club memberships shot. Did they? Way oh, they up did, in the pandemic. Yeah. And in fact, wait lists started happening. And that's why to this day, there's like a two, three year waiting list at some clubs because of the pandemic. Has it occurred to you that you are carrying on the legacy 
of Dorf on Golf. <laughs> Tim Do you know Dorf on Golf? No. Dorf on Golf. Yeah, you don't remember? Tim there was Conway. a whole series Mid- that used to sell. She's, she's too young. I was, oh, it was no. a, probably he, are. Tim Conway would get on his knees yeah, with do shoes. A gag. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah Dorf on Golf. Oh, yeah. the classic. Yeah, I'm an old bastard. So I remember, yeah, right. Dorf, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those commercials would yeah. make. I, like, I didn't need to wait, watch the whole video. I could yeah. just watch the commercial and laugh my ass off. The thing is, if you attach to anything golf, first off, the characters brilliant yeah. and hilarious. I had no idea though. But you attach to golf. I don't even play golf. Preston mm-hmm. does all the time. Yep. It, that's a you can make a, a full. Productive career out of just staying in the golf community. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, oh. I've had, I've got celebrities and politicians <laughs> flying me out to roast their. Oh my gosh! So I got invited out to Gauzer Ranch Golf Club, which is Coeur d'Alene private club. You got to take a, a woody boat, like you know, yeah, two hundred thousand dollar boat to get over there to the club. So they're like, they invite me out to roast everyone. Lori Laughlin is there. Oh wow! Um, Aunt Becky. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm there to roast people contractually. She comes up to me, she goes, shut up, entitled housewife. And I go, Lori, how long you been out? (laughs) (laughs) Did she appreciate that? Not at first. (laughs) Her face is dropped. It's not not like you set her up. She did it herself. So, I mean, we had some laughs later that night. We bonded over a fireball. I just saw that you're wearing a golf glove right now. You raised your hand up. I didn't even know that. Oh, my God. So, uh, and with that, if you connect with the golf community, like Steve said, I'm a, I'm a weekly player, and, yeah. and so if you connect with that golf community, not only that, I gotta believe that you're endorsing. I saw you wearing a PXG shirt. Are they? Yeah. Are they? You're yeah. endorsing them? Yeah. Well, they'll you know, jump you know, on it. I mean, Bob Parsons was the first person in golf that you know. I remember junior golfers back in the day. Before my parents put me in junior golfers when I was an adult, so that was wrong. <laughs> but I just remember getting sent home. My shorts were too short. Yeah. You know, and I thought I'll never belong here. And you know, Bob Parsons was the first person that was like, "I want whatever your one hundred percent is. I want one hundred fifty. Like, just wow. the best was just kind of like be yourself. And you know, he likes the jokes, and he's just such a great. There's him and Renee Parsons are they're just an amazing duo. So wow. they've. So I've done a lot of stuff with the brand, and yeah. It's, it's funny because, I mean, obviously, from comedy, and we, we've had you on the show before, and your stuff yeah. is great, And uh, but it, it, the golf, uh, this this whole world, <laughs> so you're already sort of involved with it, but it has increased exponentially. Uh, how has your game gotten over this time? It's gotten better. Yeah? <laughs> it's gotten better. You yeah, know? yeah. At all these tournaments and, and member guests and stuff, because I'll, I'll play a lot, or we'll do scrambles, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, PXG, they've, they've given me two sets of clubs now. So I've been gripping and ripping. All right. I've got nicer clubs than I play. Yes. <laughs> but I get my dad is a really good golfer okay. and I enjoy golfing with him, but he he kinda wouldn't be caught dead having an alcoholic beverage on the course. Mm. So my antics don't really align with that. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. like, I like a vodka lemonade. I like to get the golf cart up on two wheels. <laughs> I like to be a little loose, you know? Yeah. And yeah, which is why it's so fun to golf. The ladies just they have a good time, you know. I find that men sometimes take themselves a little more seriously, you know, and the Jokes the guys make to each other are just classic. I don't know if you're, but kind of like, hey, did you get the McLaren and the divorce? <laughs> <laughs> he was just watching the footage of a brawl on a golf course. Preston. Yeah, yeah, fist fight on a, on a golf course. It does kind of break down to that every now and then. I mean, the one guy didn't yeah. have sleeves on. If it gives you any indication <laughs> yeah, of the quality of the golf course, yeah. has has the PGA uh, embraced what you've done yet? Mm-hmm. Or they have? Yeah, they have. I've gotten quite a few invites out to events. I got in <gasps> trouble for climbing a Tory Pine a couple years ago. <laughs> Really? (laughs) They invite me and then they're like, huh, I don't know if we're ready for this. (laughs) Uh, That's insanely, 
uh, wonderful that that this it's is been really fun, yeah that you know, you've come I, in on this when I made the character I thought it was like anything else I was like it you know I'm laughing at this but truly when the the day the character was birthed I laughed myself out of the darkest place I've ever been well the look the and, look alone how did it, did, <laughs> did that just immediately roll out that was yeah, it, it was just did, a, did the look create the character or the character create the look it started with the voice it yeah. usually always starts with the because my mom kind of is like you know Steve I just it's just beyond and I mean we're taking the kids to CPK for dinner and and kind of that like if she does cuss it really packs a punch you right, know yeah, yeah. and so I put this wig on I had started doing the voice a little bit around the house I put the wig on I put a visor on and my, my mom's skirt and a polo and the Oakley's and and just once I got the Yeti it just she just came to life and, and I have- improvised for like five hours and I was just having such a good time and I really didn't think anyone else would find it funny and it's been it's been the it's biggest been, thing for you great. what yeah. I love is and Preston talks about this and I, I see them and I see them even even more pronounced the visor that sticks way out yeah, yeah so there's a long bill. Uh, the, the golf course that I, I, I live in a golf course community okay. and uh, they, they have a uh, high number of um, Korean ladies come out and play golf yes and they're a regular you know so, source of uh, income for this golf course so they, they love uh, that these ladies groups come out but they the visors they wear are gigantic large I mean they come out looking like beekeepers yeah <laughs> it's wild yours is tame by comparison but that is a big ass visor you have on there it's big yeah, yeah. you can get these on my store at entitledhousewake.com <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should do that yeah <laughs> Uh, so, so the, the history, explain the background of the uh, of the housewife and and what her family situation is like. So, married to Scott, which Adam Ray is sitting right over yeah. here. He he's the only person who has ever played Scott. Um, and in he, a video. He, he cites it as a career high. He's, uh, I believe he said, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a good time out there filming. I um, and then entitled has two kids, Dashiell and Maccabee. Oh, and they're Dashiell and Maccabee. You know, it's always a problem. You know, <laughs> Dashiell they didn't get him into equestrian camp on time. Oh. Maccabee got them kicked out of the Fiesta Americana Cancun for leaving little, you know, baby Ruths in the pool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, who knew it was the pina coladas? <laughs> it's, just, it's one thing after the next with the kids, you know, and she's kind of like, I need a cocktail stat and I need some Adderall and Flexerol <laughs> and all kinds of things. Just a plethora of pills. You know what? It's, it's a fully realized character, but it's also, and it's it's not, um, it, 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 it watching the videos, it's not played, I, I don't think it's vitriolic. It is I think everyone who is an entitled housewife probably gets a kick out of it a little bit. Do you get that? Have you gotten a I bad found reaction? That thus far. Yeah, no one yeah. has been too upset. Though. It seems it's more of a sell. You know, I don't like to do anything mean. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm here to celebrate it. And it really is. It's an amalgamation of my parents. So, right. Right. And even when I first showed my parents the very first video, my mom was like, you know what? It's a little close to home. <laughs> <laughs> and now they love it because the free golf stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Does, she have, does she have a name? The entitled housewife? The entitled right now is just, it's Becky. It's you know? Becky. Okay. Yeah. Her best friend is Trish. And right. Trish is Trish. a nightmare. What Trish is at you? Yeah. She's just recently divorced and she just can't seem to do anything right. She doesn't fill her divots, which I mean, you know, oh that's number one red Please. flag. So. Yeah. And yeah. and Becky hates uh, slow play, right? You like, uh, let's yep. pick it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you need an espresso martini to get it going, get it going. But right. Let's, you know, they should play needs to be moving. There should be more espresso martinis on the course. Really should. Right? At the <laughs> turn, there's always like a hot dog and beer. And I'm like, no, give me something better. And there's never enough bathrooms. <laughs> never. I oh, mean, and you goodness. guys have it easy. You can just go in the woods. But yep. we yeah. we Courts have multiple layers. <laughs> you know, we have to drop multiple layers of trowel in order to get yeah. something done out there. Yeah, that seems to be well. 
I was stunned at, at and so I assume, and again, I'm a, I'm a neophyte in this world, but but the 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 um the the higher quality courses, and then we have some legendary courses in this area. Yes, they, would they would they do they accommodate you going off to take a whiz in the woods? Is that? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah, what, what, I've, I've pissed at Pine Valley. Ever taken a dump? A couple times. I've never taken a dump. Okay. But I do keep tissue paper <laughs> in my in my bag. Because you're out there for hours, man. And if mm-hmm. you've something emer- an emergency happens, yeah. I ain't and using leaves. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. What happens one day they're doing chili dogs. They're doing pulled pork sliders. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just never know. What yeah. I would that's... recommend is having my biodegradable wipes on you as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what cracks me yeah. about the golf course, though. It's like we're all buttoned up. <laughs> but behind, you lift the curtain a little bit and it's, you know... Drugs in the bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eating in the woods. I mean, That's we have what... one that we call Sniffle. I can't say the next word probably on here, but yeah. Sniffle something Kevin. Who's, and we call him the, can I say a, a drug name on here? Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, Sniffle Dick. Oh, oh. Sniffle Dick? Is that yeah. allowed? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, he's a jerk. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sniffle yeah. Dick yeah. Kevin, he's the cocaine cowboy. So it's not, <laughs> he calls it allergies, but he's always got a little drip, a little nasal drip. There's a lot of that on the course, and I guess it comes with money, but... It's just, uh, it's that, just so wild. funny to me, you know? And so so, so <laughs> the number one course, or at least at present in this area, is Pine Valley? That's the number one course in the country, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. have you ever played that? I think I might have done a private there, yeah. um, a performance. I don't know. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Not sure. I don't know. They're all getting jumbled up. <laughs> yeah, it's considered the greatest golf course in America, maybe in the world. Just by happenstance. Right over, uh, right over the river in New Jersey. And that's the one you're a member at? I'm no, 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 no. I've been invited. I've been You're the club pro over there, aren't you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, he has course a, record. He, you know, the course record. Uh, he, he got, actually, didn't you get in trouble one time for a little video on the, was, yeah, they like to keep things uh, private there, and I took some video and, and uh, mm-hmm. was asked to take that down <laughs> quickly, which I did out of respect. Yeah. You know, I told him, yeah. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that, so. But there are things, yeah. some, some things are, yeah, there, there's a lot of etiquette that you have yeah. to follow uh, at golf courses you yeah. can get away with some things mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. if you're uh, a habitual uh, uh, offender uh, <laughs> yeah. they'll let you know about that. I noticed that entitled housewife uh, has mm-hmm. like is uh, is not steadfast enforces some of the rules but is cavalier with some of the other ones yeah she w- definitely likes to party and have a good time what what is what is considered the most outlandish or most restrictive thing at a golf course that she does not tolerate I think slow play. Yeah. Yeah. Slow play. If there's a foursome of, of, you know, anyone holding it up, she wants to keep it rolling. She wants to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. Filling your divots, making sure the course looks as so as such. Yeah. But then the humans can just, you know, kind of become unhinged. Right, right. Tory Pines, I was invited by the USGA to come what? to come um, <laughs> play right before the US, one of the U.S. Open stops. Right. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, there's things you get away with, things you don't. I hit a ball out of a Tory Pine. I climbed it. And then I... <laughs> I did. I, we were filming, luckily, but I fell completely out of it, like ricocheted down. My little puma scraped down the brick. My fake nails popped off. And uh, I got an email about a couple weeks later because the video went viral on TikTok and had yeah. like millions of views. Email from the USGA president comes in. Subject line, we've got a fairly serious problem. <laughs> wow. Fairly serious. Yeah. My heart dropped right out of my butt. Yeah. I mean, I, you got you to take that off of everywhere. Those Tory oh. Pines have been imported. Yeah. They're they're wow. nearly extinct. Yeah. And I just had no idea. I was like, come on, it's a tree. <laughs> I know. You know? But they, they especially the, uh, um, uh, the superintendents on golf courses, they're yeah. very particular. And if you were invited out, Right, like right before a big yeah. tournament. Yeah, like that's when it's like 
it's almost like a spinal tap. Don't look at it. Don't, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, don't even yeah, touch yeah. it. Don't come uh-huh. near it. Don't yeah. breathe on it. And here you are running around doing <laughs> your thing. They did, they did say we might not be able to host it here yeah. if, if this is online. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's like, oh, right. wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure something worse is happening. When you do That's go hard. to film at a golf course, um, you know, is, is it on a day when they're doing maintenance and nobody else is out on the golf course? <laughs> or do they let you get out there in the wild amongst the other players and do your thing? I've, I've been pretty welcomed. Okay. Um, luckily, I've, I've become friends with a lot of people who are, you know, members at, you know, Pebble Beach or wherever. So they invite me out and they're kind of, you know, they're the crazy ones at their club. So they're like, it's fine. <laughs> and a lot of people will say, they just come up and they say, can I get a picture? So have yeah. you ever encountered someone? Because as I've seen in, in, in T2, Terminator 2, where the security guards at the vending machine and yeah. he gets replicated by the T1000 and he turns around and looks at himself. Have you ever encountered someone who's basically <laughs> you? Everywhere I go. Uh, I mean, yeah, you yeah, show tonight, people think it's me just sitting in the audience because there's 300 little me's. Yeah. No right. kidding. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. They love dressing this part. They, yeah. they come fully dressed. Yeah, they say the lines and the most of the show is me as, as yeah. Becky. I, I close right. out, I do the second half of the show as, as the character. But um, yeah, they just kind of want to get in get in the spirit and, you know, well, let- riff the lines and have their drink, their ranch waters or their <laughs> bottles of Savvy B and just, <laughs> you know, I bring them on stage at the end of the night. It's I mean, how many people? I don't like to kick anyone out, but the things that happen at these shows—we've had to call nine one the nine one one the past three shows. Really? Yeah, because they just get—they get crazy, you know. Well, listen, we have a lot of comedians come in here, and and it's one of my favorite uh, parts of the week. Is you know Thursdays and Fridays is usually you know having people from Helium come in. Yeah, but very rarely does the comedian come in with uh, completely sold out shows, and you have been sold out <laughs> for a long time. Uh, you know, and so I don't know when you added this Sunday show. That's uh, about uh, three days ago. Three days ago. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. I, so, so there are the, worse problems to have, right? Yeah. yeah. The people that are coming to see your shows are they're not surprised. They're not like, oh, who's this Becky Robinson? <laughs> uh, they they are, and so and they have been gearing up for this for a long, long time. So I I get it. Like it is a an exciting night out. It's really, you know, it's it's special because I was here probably, what, four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. Just begging, begging on here, trying to do my best jokes into this microphone so I could sell a couple more tickets. Yeah. So coming back here years later and having four sold out shows and adding a show is, is really special. Oh, yeah. It's terrific. Hey, and as a fallback, there's always the Adam Ray show that's going on. <laughs> Adam Ray! Yeah. He's down the block! He's over at the punchline. You want to see Scott? You can have a... There will be uh, way less debauchery at my show, but uh, but le- but uh, just as many visors <laughs> and probably more Jews. That's my whole thing at this point. More Jews, yeah. Less booze. More Jews, less booze. Oh, that, that's a T-shirt. That's right great. There. We need we need our audiences to join forces. Well, man, is Shevitz, right? Oh, yeah. uh, By the way, Becky, you picked a good weekend to do a Sunday show because there's no Eagles game uh, this weekend for the for the birds. So there was uh, one last night. Yeah. Last night, and so they're not playing on Sunday, so they can come and see you. How Let- they do? They won. They won. Oh, yeah. So everyone's in a good mood. The weather's going to be spectacularly wonderful. Yeah. Uh, be, uh, I have to ask, I just want to, before I forget, you you got obviously the control and you have sway over your videos. Have you been approached about any uh, series based on this character? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I mean, I, I, they can't be that stupid to let this go. No, you know, the, it was the first time I ever pitched a show and they bought it in the room. But wow. it uh, the the landscape of, you know, TV and streaming has it's in such a weird place right now. I actually I turned it down. Yeah, I can, I can I, see uh, that. Yeah. I don't 
I don't know if it's because I went to business school or what, but the characters, she does well on her own. Yeah. Taking a TV show would be a pay cut. Yeah, uh, but would have been considered absurd. I never thought would yeah. you know, happen. There's a whole bunch of people who never thought that because of the, yeah. the changing, all of the, the environment and all this uh, potential way to make your own money, to take ownership of your own product. Yeah. So while all this you know other stuff is going on, there's a lot of people just saying, I'm going to do it myself and right. succeeding. So I yeah. can see that. You know, but it would have been insane to consider that years ago. I know. Yeah. I know. I'd been like, e, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a, we really want to make a movie. And yeah. so a couple months ago, I had a Chris Pratt DM'd me. Whoa. Oh, what? The, yeah. Legit. Wow. Jurassic Park. Yeah. For a hobby? Uh, yeah. He goes, if you're making a movie and you're serious, I'm your Scott. Wow. I am your Scott. He goes, look Has- at that little Jacob Tremblay to play Dasher. I was like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just catch well, you're gonna have to audition like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll keep you in mind, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's actually, dude. People forget yeah. how effing funny he was on uh, Parks and Rec. Brilliant. And some of the best outtakes yeah. are are his. And I do think it'd be funny if, like, Scott should be really hot, but she's still, you know, mean to him. <laughs> right? <laughs> Has Scott been cast already? Though, I mean, I think we're kind of like. He might be in the room. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's right. This guy is much better. So did that did that come from Chris uh, Pratt just being a fan of of your videos? Yeah, I didn't even know he followed. He's been following me for since the character was birthed, and wow, yeah, I had no that's idea. Who, who else has come out? I mean, because that's you got some uh, these again. These are on fire. These videos. Who else oh. has gotten in touch with you? Crazy enough, a lot of the Real Housewives. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that tracks. Yeah, a lot of yeah, kind of just a lot. Of the wealthy, <laughs> it, it, it is. It is wild to live to see that world where you talk about someone saying, "Can you totally change your tour schedule to accommodate my vacation?" And, but but the thing is, is so often it's not done maliciously. It's just as you say. It's yeah, just an, I'm used to getting what I want. Yeah, and um, this is totally normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can pivot that into a private show. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, entitled doesn't get out of bed for less than fifty k. <laughs> These sports aren't going to pay for themselves, sweetie. That golf club membership is expensive. Yeah. So, uh, are you indeed playing golf here this weekend? Because I got a tee time on Sunday at one of the premier courses in Philly. Do you? Yeah, you know, you I do. didn't bring my clubs. You didn't bring your clubs? Oh, you can but borrow mine. Call PXG. I can absolutely. Get them to yeah. ship one out. I, I would love to play this weekend because, you know, we don't have anything to do all day. And the yeah. weather's going to be sensational. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. playing Sunday at Applebrook uh, Country Club, which is gorgeous. And I think we're a threesome. So, we yeah, got, he never even asked. Open. me. 9.30 tea time. Let's get a little bronze on these shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You let me know. Okay. Me that know. sounds great. Wow, man. Sipping, gripping, and ripping. This is, <laughs> I don't even know what it's half boring. that means, but I know it's, it's golf-related, and I'm thrilled. Yeah, you grip it and rip it. That means Steve swing with all your might. Who said ah. grip it and rip it recently? Was it, uh, was, was it, it was a rapper. Was it, uh, was it uh, Ice Cube? Um, possibly. Yeah, he said grip it and rip it. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. By the way, this is a picture of uh, number 18 at Applebrook. That's the golf course. It's stunning. Wow. I mean, Beautiful. the sand trap is quite large. I shot a 75 last time I was there. Now we're talking. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's get you down to 69. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> Becky, did you know that uh, Bill Murray also follows you on Instagram? <gasps> She just found this out. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Is it the real Bill Murray? It's Bill Murray Golf, but that's his like his official. Um, yeah, I was just looking to see like all of these famous people that. Well, I can't you. say I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. it's, it's that's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, other other comedians that are uh, in the world of golf, Bill Murray being one of them. Uh, let's see, uh, I think Ray Romano not is not a comedian, a, but Alice Cooper. Uh, Alice Cooper, yeah. But um, no, there are some comedians. Uh, oh, man, why am I drawing a blank? Um, 
I, I, I have the guy's face in my head, and Come I can't on. think I of it. Nate Borgatz, he plays, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Nate does play, right. he does. Yeah. We did a big uh, Netflix as a joke when they came to do the festival. We all went out and played, and I can't, Bill Burr's pretty bad. He's got a funny little swing. Is oh, yeah? It's a very constipated little swing, <laughs> which doesn't surprise me. You know, he's dense. He's, he's wound tense tight. Yes. <laughs> he's wound tight. We were saying that we were but talking we had, about this with Adam yesterday. Yeah, he's, we, we had some yeah. fun on the course out there with all the comics golfing and just, you know, just raising hell out there. Press, you're not thinking of Rich Voss, are you? No, not Rand Zizi. No, Rand is easy. Rand is easy. Yeah, yeah. He, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Steve and I played together a couple times. Look, Preston okay. got to watch a nuclear level meltdown. <laughs> he was having a bad day. <laughs> oh really? He was having a real bad day, and I was having a great day. I shot seventy four. <laughs> is that day. the worst scenario for a golfer? You're in the absolute hell of crappy play, and the per- the people you're with. Oh are yeah, exemplary. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People that are killing it, and you're having just a, especially if you've never played with them before, and you're having a really bad round and you can play the game Uh well but they just think you suck because mm-hmm. of how you're playing that day. That's a bad position to be in. Yeah. I had That's that happen recently at Riviera. I was mortified. Oh. <laughs> One of the clubhouse had eight glasses of wine after. <laughs> I was like, this isn't me, I swear. <laughs> much better. Even the caddy was embarrassed. Are you gonna join are you gonna join a club uh, now that you have all this notoriety? I definitely want to hold out for Riviera. You yeah. Know? I mean uh-huh. you you just with it with the with what you're bringing, I assume you're just gonna get invites. Why I lock yourself down? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kinda of back ping ponging all over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do, really, I, I really want to try to get my dad on all of his top aw, courses. Aw. That's kind of because he's you know he played in college. He's a scratch golfer. He always wins the club championship. In wow, Tualatin, Oregon. It's his it's his whole life. You That's know, amazing. he tried to get me to do their member guest for free. I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how old is he, Becky? He just turned seventy. We and just he's still seventieth last That's last awesome. Week. Yeah. Awesome. Have you gotten to uh, to Pebble yet? I haven't. That's that's first on the list. Wow. That, Preston was able to play there a few years ago. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. 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 I feel bad. I played it before him. Oh, it's amazing. The, the girls, you know, the girls want to have a girls' day. So my dad, Steve-O, doesn't really fit in with that. He would just be... I, I did an event at the Olympic Club, also yeah. at the USGA, and I did a video to Cardi B WAP on my Instagram. It's and awesome. my dad called me, and I'm, I'm a grown yeah. woman, you know? Uh-huh. He called me and goes, Becky, you better delete that right now. I mean, my God, the Olympic Club, it's like the most prestigious, yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, they all are. But he was just fuming. Was what what does he like? Was like it's a remix, Dad? <laughs> does he? Does he? Uh, does he like Paige Baranek? I don't know. You know, okay, because because I mean, you know, a lot of guys might make a, a concession for she's she's the the the, the oh, golf the, babe the golf oh, I'm yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. oh I know who you're talking about right right so yeah. I mean he can there's some wiggle room there with inappropriate behavior oh for sure yeah, yeah. The, the cart girls he's like look at this one back <laughs> like okay so she can have the score that short <laughs> hey um so you left your clubs you didn't bring but there is a PXG store in uh in like seven miles away from here yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could just call them and be like yeah dude yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah we'll get a custom entitled back yeah. Over a few minutes. Do, you, do you know who I am? <laughs> uh, George Lopez. George Lopez. Uh, George. Just 
Such comedian. You should think lowrider, and then it all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, listen. Congratulations. Uh, so these much. sold out shows, and thank you. Even though your shows are sold out, you came here to see us today, and we do appreciate that. But there are some tickets remaining for uh, Sunday show. There's a seven fifteen p.m. and it's at uh, heliumcomedy.com uh, that you can get those tickets. But we're really thrilled for you. Yeah. Everybody's flocking awesome. to see you. Thank you guys so much, yeah. and thank you for having me back last last minute. No, and not a problem at all. We love it. You yeah. guys want to come have Sunday fun day? We're going to start. <laughs> we're going to tee off at the course, yeah. espresso martinis, oh. and come showtime. We're going to have some fun, girls. There's a uh, there's a golf simulator right around the corner from Helium. Oh, well, uh, there you go. Iron. Yes. Yes. I'll go warm up. I'll, yeah, I'll meet man. you there. Love they it. got jalapeno Happy poppers? Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and espresso martinis. <laughs> In a bathroom. Excellent. All right, some love for Becky Robinson, guys. Thank you guys so nice much. And Adam Ray. Yay. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Join the MM Army today from 4 to 6 at Family and Company Jewelers, 65 East Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, for an MM RBQ ticket raid. Win tickets every 15 minutes. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Hang with the MM Army Sunday from noon to 2 at the Penridge Gallery of the Arts on Main Street in Sellersville. There's fun for the whole family, including live music and art. More info at galleryofthearts.org. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Rita's. Head to Rita's for a fall pick-me-up with frozen coffee and fun fall flavors like pumpkin mocha and cold brew. Only at Rita's for a limited time. Well, a person wearing camouflage pants in public left a British Columbia man outraged last week. So much so that the 27-year-old called police to complain and said he was offended on behalf of the military as he believed that civilians were not allowed to wear those kinds of pants. I got something to tell him. People have been wearing camouflage for a long time. An officer received the phone call on Friday afternoon about the garment. The man requested that the officer find the man and remove his pants. He needs to be killed. Uh, Police say the officer informed the man that removal of someone's pants would be illegal even if they were camouflage. Right. The caller told the officer that he would remove the man's pants himself under order of King of England. The officer replied that forcefully removing the man's pants would constitute an assault and dissuaded him from taking that action. You've been accused of wearing camouflage pants in public and you shall be put to death. Uh, police stormed a street after, this is in uh, Canada as well. He's I, going crazy in Canada. I think. so. Anyway, Wasn't there a moose stomping there? Uh, no, but uh, police stormed a street after a prankster hung fake body parts out of a neighbor's trash bin. <laughs> Officers, <laughs> officers were caused to a scene by a member of the pub, caused to the called to the scene by a member of the public. They began their investigation uh, into the report searching various bins in the area, but a local resident then flagged them down to explain and told them that there was a prank that got out of hand. It's kind of good, though. Officers inspected the body parts, a hand and two feet, and confirmed them to be fake. Following the incident, the man said, I put them in our neighbor's bin sticking out. They, they're very good limbs. They do look lifelike. I've put them in a bag so that they can't be seen now. It's just a practical joke. Do you remember the one that uh, you reported on last year? The setup was uh, like a, a bloody wood chipper accident on a guy's front yes. lawn? Yes. Yeah. And the yeah. cops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a 32-year-old woman in Florida. This is horrible, okay? 
was arrested over the weekend for bringing her 11-year-old son to, into a hotel room where she drank, snorted cocaine, smoked marijuana, had group sex with two men, one of whom died overnight just feet away from where the child was sleeping. Oh, man. On the plus side, they're spending time together. Amy Marie Kemper was charged with one count of child neglect without great bodily harm. On Sunday morning, deputies and emergency medical personnel responded to a medical emergency at the Hammock Beach Golf Resort and Spa. Hmm. Uh, upon arriving, the scene, paramedics began life-saving procedures on a 60-year-old unresponsive adult male. After extensive life-saving measures were exhausted, the man was pronounced dead. Deputy spoke to Kemper, who said she had been staying in the hotel room with the deceased man and another 52-year-old man. The affidavit notes that Kemper also had her 11-year-old son with her on the scene. The cause of death was not immediately clear. Authorities said they found marijuana, Viagra pills, burnt blunts, oh. and a silver tray with a white powdery substance that appeared to be cocaine inside the room. Uh, numerous sex toys were located in the bathroom and condom wrappers were located around the bed. Camper said she met up with five men at a bar the previous night where they stayed until about 2 a.m. before picking up her son from his grandmother's house and going back to the hotel room. They all drank, smoked, and did cocaine until three of the men left so that she and the two remaining men could have group sex in the room. Camper said that before engaging the threesome, they attempted to put the couch that her son was sleeping on into a closet and covered up the door with a sheet so he wouldn't see or hear the sexual activity occurring. Well, they're trying to be responsible. Sometime after the sexual activities, Kemper said she heard what sounded like the 60-year-old man having a, quote, medical episode, but shortly after that, the noises stopped, and they decided he was just sleeping. Uh, Kemper and the 52-year-old man left the room at about 5 a.m. They were gone for several hours, leaving her son behind, and when they returned at about 9.25 a.m., they found the 60-year-old man unresponsive and cold in bed, which is when they called 911. Uh, I remember they- getting upset at my mother for not picking me up at school. Uh, police responded to the scene <laughs> Yeah. And took custody of learning the child. I uh, want to, Ma, I want to take that back. And Kemper was arrested. Jeez. Yeah, it's messed uh, up. Huh. I'm sure you guys probably saw this, but a luxury cruise ship with 206 people on board became stuck in a remote part of Greenland yeah. for three days. Whoa. Fortunately, a research vessel was able to pull the ocean explorer free during high tide on Thursday morning. They say that they started to resort to cannibalism halfway through the first day. Uh, the ship found itself running ground in Northeast Greenland National Park and wasn't expected to arrive until Friday. Fortunately, no one appears to have been injured and the ship itself does not seem to be damaged. Uh, a thorough inspection of the Ocean Explorer will take place when it ends up docking. I'd love to go to Greenland. You know anybody? Any, no. Well, the, I know somebody who's been um, and I do as well, Steve. It's apparently like uh, the less developed version of Iceland. Uh, but <laughs> okay. a, lot of, a lot of tourists go to Iceland and so Greenland has everything that Iceland has to offer up. Um, but and it's less. Just, just not, well, just not as many people there. Oh, Jim cool. McQueen went, I believe. Yeah. And he said, not only is it uh, inexpensive to get there, but really quick. It's great, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 And it looks beautiful. Yeah. It does. Yeah. A wandering bull moose was captured in downtown Santa Fe oh. and relocated to a suitable habitat in northern New Mexico. Why don't you forget the moose? Yeah, they brought me this condominium, and I'm loving it, and I love New Mexico, and I made all sorts of new friends. I don't think of moose when I think of Santa Fe, New Mexico, no. but uh, apparently... That's exactly where I think of. This uh, one made uh, it there. The the robust m- New Mexico moose population. Uh, officials for the city said the moose was spotted at about 8 a.m. Uh, near Fort Mercer. 
Marcy Park. Officers set up a perimeter to protect residents and pedestrians in the park, which is a popular walking area. It's like the Vermont Manatee, Preston. Authorities mm-hmm. said a bull moose can be aggressive toward humans and pets, especially during the breeding season, which begins in late September, so it's coming up. Oh, man, when they get horny, that must be a nightmare. Uh, the moose was sedated with a tranquilizer dart and loaded onto a trailer before being evaluated by Game and Fish Department veterinarian and determined to be in good health. Pizza party. <laughs> uh, department biologists estimate that the moose weighed more than 900 pounds and it was four to five years old. Uh, the Game and Fish uh, officials said moose are a protected game animal in New Mexico and there is not an open hunting season for them. 900 pounds. Yep. And that is where we will end with the bizarre file this morning. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll ask a lesson question. We'll get to the trash. We'll get to the music news as well shortly. Don't forget, Word of the Week prize. Giving that away too. So hang out. We'll be back in a moment. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. From the Preston and Steve Show on a Friday morning. Word of the Week prize will be given away in just a little bit. Just a heads up, we got a beautiful day in store for today. Nothing but sunshine. High about 76, a little bit breezy. Uh, and then tomorrow for the MM barbecue, it's, it's right in the zone. It's partly cloudy. Uh, 79 degrees are high. Wonderful. Uh, Sunday, we might have some afternoon showers to keep an eye on. And then uh, Monday, some rain expected as well. So it comes at the right time. We hit it right in the, right out of the park on this one. All right, uh, Nick, I need lesson questions. Yeah, you do. Uh, and we need just one for now because we are going <laughs> to give away a $50 Rita's gift card. So what question is being asked today? What kind of sluts are Steve and I? Okay. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Nick and Steve are sluts. What kind? What kind of sluts are they? And if you heard that earlier this morning, you know the answer. You should call, and we'll set you up with that prize, and we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by New Jersey Transit, reminding you that we all need to work together to keep our transit system safe. Report suspicious activity to one eight 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 tips njt or you can text your report to NJTPD. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Aaron Rodgers breaking his silence after suffering an Achilles tear during his debut with the Jets, defiantly saying he will, quote, overcome and rise above. Rodgers also admits 
that now he can't sneeze without crapping himself. Hey! Drew Barrymore, alleged stalker. Do you remember this guy? Chad Chad Michael Busto has reportedly turned his attentions towards Emma Watson. Busto was apparently discovered attempting to get into a closed event Watson was attending by waving a magic wand and reciting Erectius Bonerus Splugium. Oh, my God. And finally, a... Now, listen to this one carefully. I want to see if you see what I'm doing here. A poorly constructed Insta-mansion for some reality show loser. What will go in place of Alex Trebek's recently demolished Studio City Hall? <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. All right. Thank you, Steve. We will see if you know the answer to this. What kind of sluts are Steve and Nick? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi there. Good morning, Nick. Good morning to see you, Sean. All right, so what kind of sluts are Nick and Steve? They are big food slutty whores. Food (laughs) slutty whores. Well said, Sean. Hang on. We got you a $50 Rita's gift card. You can head to Rita's for a fall pick-me-up with frozen coffee uh, with fun fall flavors like pumpkin, mocha, and cold brew. Only at Rita's, and that is for a limited time. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can tune up both your cooling and heating systems in one easy visit with Horizon Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. Pay $89 for an expert uh, AC tune-up, and their techs are going to tune up your heater for free. Visit horizonservices.com. Rolling Stones released the full track list of their new album, Hackney Diamonds, and it will feature late drummer Charlie Watts on two of the songs. Former bassist Bill Wyman plays on one of the songs, plus you'll hear the vocals of Lady Gaga, Paul McCartney playing bass, as well as Elton John and Stevie Wonder on piano. (laughs) The 12-track album was recorded in various locations around the world and be released on October 20th. You know, I, listen, so I, I, I respect and I'm uh, a fan of the, the Rolling Stones, um, but I have to say, I'm, I'm actually very excited for this album, you, yeah. you yeah. know? And I have not really been so in a while. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking for... No, 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 I'm just absorbing the, the, the Rolling Stones story. thing, and I think you're kind of in the same boat. I respect them, and I think they're great musicians, and I get it, And but yeah. I, I, I've never been really... I haven't been energized in a long time, and this, this single that they released and the whole approach... Uh, I love it, so yeah. I, I am excited for this. It sounds fresh, yeah. yeah. Uh, out today is CMF2, the second solo album from Slipknot Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor. Uh, the follow-up to 2020 CMFT, uh, the 13 songs that was produced by Jay Rustin, who worked on uh, Taylor's previous album, as well as Stone Sour's 2017 set, Hydrograd. All began with See You Next Tuesday. And <laughs> albums by Anthrax, Steel Panther, and Amon Amarth, among others. Taylor himself plays guitar, piano, and man on the album, which explores a range of heavy rock to acoustic Americana. So that comes out today. This is quite interesting. More details have emerged about the collaboration between Rob Halford of Judas Priest and metal queen Doro Pesh. In an interview, she said that they recorded Total Eclipse of the Heart for her new wow. album. 
And they actually recorded two songs, and this is the one that was Halford's idea. The Jim Steinman-written song was a global hit for Bonnie Tyler, and I think it recently just reached one billion views. It did. They ran into each other last year in France at uh, Hellfest, and he suggested that they record together. About that, she said, it came out so great. When you hear it, you can tell that Rob loves the song, and I'm so happy. Two duets, man. Hi. I want to welcome everyone to Hellfest, and I hope you have a wonderful time. And Hellfest is going to kick some ass. Uh, it'll be released as a single on the same day the album comes out on October 27th, by the way. Uh, let me see. We had a, a couple of audio clips. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I know that you sent this over the other day. Mickey Dolenz yeah. of the Monkees has done a cover of an R.E.M. song. He's a big R.E.M. fan. That's awesome. And uh, this is a little bit of that. I haven't heard this yet, so let's hear what this is all about. favorite yeah. monkey uh, and I and he the songs he sang on tended to be my favorite I followed them on uh, Instagram, and they had posted something about it the other day. So they are obviously uh, excited about that, too. He is the lone monkey. Uh, you're right. Yep. All the others have passed. We also have a clip, and this is uh, Derek Smalls of Spinal Tap, bass player. Yeah. Has apparently written a song called Must Crush Barbie. <laughs> I've not heard this. It's very um, chanty. Okay. Let's check this out. Uh, we had the honor of interviewing Derek Smalls, and I'm not talking Harry Shear. No. He was Derek Smalls for the entire interview, <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. I loved talking to him. Uh, so the fact that he's got a solo song out now, it's impressive. They're still going. Yeah. And then uh, we have a clip of uh, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Adam react to a street being named after them. Here's that. It's weird. I mean, you never, who would ever think of that? You yeah. Know? Never, never think, especially, you know, coming from just growing up in the city and thinking that they would name a street after you and what you've done for all of the reasons when and really the whole thing that you've been doing is just playing with your friends for years. Huh. That's it's, pretty cool. So this thing about putting down the, the, um, the, Below the actual street sign, sort of an honorary sub-street sign, is all the rage now. They just, uh, they're doing it with Bob Barker. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, right? on, on uh, as I think, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, this BC Boys event was really cool. It's the corner where they shot the Paul's Boutique right. cover. Yeah. Is the corner that it's at. And, I mean, there was thousands of people there, and it was just really cool. Nice. Makes total There's sense. There's a big mural across the street, too. All right, and that is the last item in music news. That means we have a final break to take. When we return, uh, we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize, and we will give that prize away. So stay with us. 
MMRBQ, our all-day end-of-summer festival, tomorrow at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and Vixen 77. How we doing on the barbecue Plus, the President Steve side stage with Sidearms Live Band Karaoke, a Jackie Bam Bam day set, and PNS pals Don McCloskey and Band. Gates open at noon, and tickets start at just twenty-five bucks. Text MMRBQ to three nine three 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 for details, or hit up WMMR.com. Don't miss MMRBQ twenty twenty-three from ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Friday morning. Beautiful day weather-wise. Uh, and we are wrapping up our work week. But we're working tomorrow. And we're having fun at the same time. It's great when work and fun can happen at the same time. Do you know, statistically, the amount of times where the RBQ has taken place where we were like, okay, well, it's going to rain and this is going to be this, oh, yeah. it's going to be that. And it's, yep. okay, but we'll do this. And we were, you know, sort of pep talk ourselves into, into the RBQ. And it always works out great to know that. What you look at, you see out your window right now is going to be what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it that much more exciting. Yeah. And I, I do, I suggest like a light jacket. Yes. Bring it with you because it will get cool in the evening for sure. Casey, I'm, go ahead. Oh, Casey, were you prepared for the game last night? Uh, yeah, I actually brought a, a pair of sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt, but I didn't actually use them. I was uh, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which immediately I thought, bring a jacket. For but I love that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. uh, so what are we looking at temperature-wise? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's high is like 79, 80 degrees. Yeah. Uh, so by the time the sun sets, it's going to be, and uh, it's going to be cool and It's going to be a little breezy. Yeah, and so, the, the whole thing perfect. will end, uh, I want to say, by, you know, like 10 o'clock, something like that, around oh, that range. No. no. Hang on a second. We okay. Set list. Shine Down goes on at nine ten, and they play till ten fifty. Ten fifty. Yeah. So okay. if you go to all wmmr.com, right. oh, all of those details oh, are at the oh, mmr.com. And that has like the broadcast ten and the side stage details. So check that out. And all the rye bread details. <laughs> yeah. There. I don't think the rye bread is mentioned on there actually, but that's a shame. It's implied. Uh, we'll have the cart uh, there by the side stage. So come and see us. Why don't you? I would like to thank Justin Willman for being on our show this morning. Blowing our minds. Blue our mind. He's a, a magician and a stand-up comedian, and he's got a show tonight at the Keswick. He did this he did this uh, trick with a uh, Rubik's Cube that I just... It, I don't I don't know how the hell he did that. <laughs> can he, so, can't even remotely put anything together no. that makes that feasible. No. Uh, but you'll be able to watch that. I'm sure we'll, we'll be posting uh, clips of that, and you can watch the stream on YouTube if you wanted to see what happened. Uh, and also, uh, Becky Robinson! Yeah. Becky's got some sold-out shows at Helium Comedy Club. There are some tickets that remain for Sunday if you would like to uh, to go and see her. But she's got this entitled housewife character that people are absolutely <laughs> in love with. And so she was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and actually, Adam Ray came by, too. Yes. Uh, he wasn't officially a guest on the show, but uh, he and Becky are really good friends. And uh, he wanted to pop in and say hi, so we had him on real quick. So. Yeah, Adam's great, great, too. We had him on yeah. Yeah, yesterday for a great interview. Yep. All right, we need to do the 
favorite letter of the day. So, Casey, you ready? I got you. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in, oh boy, this is going to be great. All right, we'll take caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. If you happen to know the word of the week now, call and we'll see if you get through. And maybe you will indeed win the prize. I'd like to, let me see, thank our sponsors. I guess that I can do that now. The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan and also brought to you by Trinity Rehab, a location all over and now open in King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com to get all the information. Um, what can we do to kill some time here? While we wait for the caller to get in, because I, I did the big sell. Oh, yeah. Thank you to uh, Red Robin for coming by. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, they brought by oh. their gourmet burgers, and uh, they have impossible burgers, and uh, brownies and cookies. Oh, well, they have cookies? They have cookies. Oh. Uh, don't miss the $10 tavern bundle going on now, which includes your choice of any tavern double burger plus bottomless fries and a beverage. And that is, of course, from Red Robin. So thank you, uh, guys, for coming out. We were talking about pineapples earlier. They brought uh, grilled pineapples. Did you guys try those? I did not. I love grilled pineapples. Yeah, they're fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah, it brings out even more sweetness, if you can believe that or not, when you grill pineapple. That's what I put on my veggie burger. I did an impossible burger with grilled pineapple, um, onion rings, and a little barbecue sauce. Nice. Delightful. All right, to the phones we go. Caller number seven is Pauline. Hi, Pauline. Hi, Godzooks. 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 All right, everyone. What is the word of the week? Macho. Macho. That is correct, Pauline. And just straight up, $500 from the Bagster. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. It is our pleasure. My day. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. It is our pleasure to give you that prize. Don't forget the Bagster is the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. Buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection and it is gone. Clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in the bag. Next week on our program, obviously we're going to be recapping the uh, MM barbecue yes. for tomorrow. Uh, but we do have a guest, a few guests are going to be joining us in studio. Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. You know uh, that guy. Always sunny in Philadelphia. We'll be stopping by, so we'll spend some time with him. Uh, a gal I had a crush on for ages, Janine Turner. Oh, mm. she's awesome. We'll be From, joining uh, us. Northern, uh, Northern Exposure. Exposure. Yeah. And, and Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jim Florentine, our buddy, will be uh, joining the program, too. So that's, uh, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day, a wonderful weekend, and we will see a whole bunch of you tomorrow at the MMRBQ. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing there. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.